Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by another happy studios. Old friends and older enemies and some missing bees. This is the Stolen Earth. Hello everyone, welcome to Still Got Legs, the only Doctor Who podcast in the world. There are no others, stop looking right now. My name is Nathan, as always, I'm joined by my companion uh, as we go on this adventure through time and space to watch Doctor Who. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Hello, sir. Hello. You when The way you said welcome sounded like a Christopher Walken impression. You were, you were like, welcome. Did it? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know it's if you were I was like, going doing for. it on purpose. No, I was just talking, man. Oh, well, then I then I apologise. Welcome. I can't even do a Christopher Walken impression if I tried. That, that's kind it's of how mice. you did it, though. Fell into a bucket of cream. See, I feel like you just... This is one of your strengths, right? You're like, oh, I can't... Mm. I couldn't do that impression. Then you pull off a great impression. <laughs> like, you're you're always do, like this. I couldn't do that impression, he says, before perfectly executing <laughs> the impression. <laughs> give, me, give me your best mm. uh, Dark Knight Joker. <laughs> i hate doing that though it's such a... it's like i'm prodding you isn't it go on, perform monkey you perform there's not even that it's such a like a edgelord fucking thing to do <laughs> it's, like, it's uh... the one that everyone does at parties and you yeah, avoid them. yeah it's like it's like someone who thinks they're good at impressions does the, <laughs> the he fletcher joker because it's easy to do but that's, that's why... also christopher walken though christopher walken's my father was i drink her <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad i've got that nathan being an edgelord on, on um on primo <laughs> recording um i'm just damaged guys yeah <laughs> i've just got that oh god that joker my lord hello nathan how are you do you love doctor who i do i love docky who lawrence i love docky who and i love you too oh thanks you're welcome it's really wholesome 
<laughs> Hang on, say something mean. That was too wholesome for you. You're a cunt. There we go. That's better. Now we're now we're back on form. I'm um, sure we'll have uh, plenty of arguments this episode. Maybe. Do you reckon? Is there much? Is mm. there much contentious things? Well, we'll see, Morris, like because that. I have some thoughts. Oh no! Okay, I'm a bit concerned. <laughs> well, as you should be. Well, Nathan, you can get into these thoughts because today we're obviously going to be talking about. Shut the fuck! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You're doing this on purpose now. Maybe a little bit, yeah. This is series four, episode twelve. Uh, it is the Stolen Earth. It was written by Russell T. Davies, continuing his hot streak of like twelve episodes or whatever, and directed <laughs> by Graham Harper. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on edge now because I don't know what the the contentious points are. I don't know what opinions you do have. Will we get to them, or do you want to address them in our general thoughts? We, I, I, yeah, I think it's more a general thoughts kind of thing. Really, okay. give me your, give me your thoughts. G- well, give me yours first. Let me, let me know. What you <laughs> no, think give about, me yours. Uh, well, here's what I will say. I will say, um, last week we had Marvel's What If. Yeah. Sorry, last week we had Doctor Who's Marvel's What If. Yes. And and now this week we have uh, Doctor Who's Marvel's uh, Infinity War, basically. Yeah, yeah very true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so here we are. I Is this getting a certified banger status from Nathan? Well, what are your thoughts, Lawrence? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> All right. Uh, my thoughts kind of lead into the point I was going to make anyway, is that a lot of my notes today are just recap, right? Because okay. it's a lot of plot. It's a lot of Is like it? this character. No, no, no. It's a lot of stuff happening. Like Is when it, it no, <laughs> I say listen right because it boils, when it boils down to it, like the Doctor. I love this episode. Right before I say any more, but like there's not much you can like gain from the episode in terms of like oh an emotional standpoint from like the Doctor or Donna or. It's not massive for character moments. I think those that is paid off in Journey's End, which we're not talking about this week. Um, so it's it's just a lot of like we're jumping all around the the earth, fight like seeing what the Doctor's <clears throat> old companions are up to, and it, it's a lot of that. And I like it, and it, it it's kind of one of them edge of your seat watches where I'm like, what's going to happen next? But once you've seen it a few times, it does kind of the sheen is is a little off of it. So yeah, I think I'm coming at it from a similar angle because okay. I do love this episode. Like yeah. I've always, as a, as you know, like a two part storyline. I've always loved these these two episodes. Um, I would say a three part storyline, but that's just no, me. you're wrong. Um, <laughs> as, uh, I've always loved these two episodes, and as a story, I love it. Um, and it's it's exciting. Like I had a great time watching it. It's great to see all the elements uh, that come together and make it a good story. Um, I don't know if I would call this a certified banger. And okay. I think that's because out of like all the like the two parters we've had, I think this one suffers the most from being a part one storyline. Because like Yeah, that's true. There's because when I was watching it today, what I was really struck by is like there's not a lot to this. It's like Yeah. It's all just set up based and it's like good setup. It's yeah. like interesting stuff but it's like <laughs> it's like act one of a movie you know you're, you're and, right and yeah. like we haven't had like the payoff and everything and that's part and parcel with like two part storylines and stuff but it's it's just all set up i was like i like accidentally like press one of the buttons on my remote and like the fucking 
you know, like the timeline thing came up and like I saw I had like 10 minutes left of the episode. I was like, 10 minutes? Yeah, where's the Nothing's plot? happened. Yeah, like literally nothing had happened. I don't even think the Doctor had got like to Earth at this point. Like he'd still like looking for the Medusa Cascade or whatever. And I was like, what's, what's going on? Like what? Yeah. 10 minutes? Surely not. And 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 that's when I like start to think like there's, there's, there's not much to it. It's all just... Look at all these things you know and love. And, like, it's great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, yeah. I like that. I do like, you know, the elements of the episode. But it's it's not there's not much in terms of story, really. As I think you hit the nail bang on the head about it being mm. like a... Um, it suffers from being a first a, a, the first entry in a two-parter. Because it is... Yes. So much ground needs to be covered before Journey's End. And Journey's it End, does. right? And, again, we'll talk about it next week, obviously. but So I won't touch in on it too much. Um but like it, it does two things incredibly well. One, it gives you emotional payoffs, and two, it introduces a new doctor. I, I presume that's what happens next week, given the cliffhanger. We'll spoil it, Lawrence. We almost spoil the cliffhanger. Oh yeah, sorry, silly me. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I do think that this is like, if, if you're a Doctor Who fan, yeah, which you I am. could, you could, and and uh, hey, that's a coincidence. <laughs> me too. No, but you could watch this a million times, and in the moment watching it, you can still mm. be like, "This is rad. This is cool." Yeah. Right, yes. because Murray Gold is cooking, absolutely fucking cooking. Mm. Right, and like you know, Tennant's running around doing some crazy things. Donna's doing around. Donna's running around also doing crazy things with the Doctor. And it's like you're seeing all these familiar faces. You love all these familiar faces. Maybe not mm. the faces of some of the actors <laughs> that play the faces that you love, but mm. like there, there's an element of it where you go, "This is the finale before the finale." Right, this is Russell's big sweet send off to his era. Right, which which and this kind of feels like more of the the Russell finale than the actual Russell finale does, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, which is strange. Yeah. But yeah. I think that they wanted more tenant focus on that episode yeah. rather than the era. But this is the goodbye to the era. Yeah, or like the, this this two parter, um, and it does absolutely suffer from like, yeah. Once you know, you'll always enjoy it while you watch it, but you'll come away. And I had the exact moment where I looked, and it was like, yeah, I had probably about like. I don't know, ten five ish minutes left on it, and mm. I was like, I mean, I looked at all my notes and I was like, yeah, I got nothing, man. Like sometimes I have to like really dig deep for notes on it. I'm like, yeah, we, I mean, we got a podcast and we talk about, we got to find something to talk about. And in this, I'm like, I don't think it's hard. I, look at the time codes of our latest episode. I don't think it's hard for us to find stuff to talk about. <laughs> no, no, but in this one, like I'm looking at my notes now and I'm looking at it, it's like the Doctor lands here, Jack's here, Martha's here. Someone else is doing something else somewhere. Like it's, but it like not, they're not. I think it's because none of them are together. Yeah, it's, and like, it is like a lot thing. of separate stuff, isn't it? Like yeah. it's, like I said, it's groundwork. It's establishing mm. where these characters. I mean, you know, you, you have to imagine that some people will be watching this. Like, so who's this then? So like, yeah, who are these true. characters. Yeah. Why does Sarah Jane now have like a soda pop boy that she lives with? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's yeah i mean from school reunion it doesn't make a yeah. lot of sense does it like, no it doesn't we last saw sarah walk off with a metal dog and now she like fucking now she keeps him in a black hole yeah um but obviously we'll we'll get to all of that sort of stuff um but yeah so that's, that's general thoughts but and I, I think that that like sounds harsh and like i i want to stress i i had fun watching this yeah and yeah yeah there are there are moments from this episode which i genuinely love and i i do love the episode overall i'm just talking like from like a 
critical story-wise perspective, it's like it's not much. It, it's hard to judge it when it's like just this and not the whole story, basically, yeah. because it's it's incomplete, really. So you know, to, to say that this podcast and not to toot horns, right? But this podcast, from my humble opinion, as one member of the podcast, I think we do two things well. One is argue, and <laughs> and the second thing is like we like to sink our teeth into a big what does this mean for the doctor what is this like we like to get into the all avenues of where that could go and like how the yeah. doctor would feel about this moment that on a first watch would probably not mean a lot to some viewers that are just watching the show for the first time or don't have a massive love for doctor who and what suit he'll be wearing while he does it yeah exactly and the suit yeah, yeah. okay three things we also talk about the suits <laughs> far too much um maybe that's something we do badly <laughs> i don't know no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we hear what people say. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, next week we'll, we'll not spoil anything, but next week we'll both get a little treat. That's that's so true. <laughs> it really is the perfect send off for the year. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's um, yeah, it's just one of them where I, I, there's not a lot. I mean, like we let's go through it chrono- chronologically, otherwise we're going to be summing up the same right. point. Yes, so we uh, we pick up um, after after last week. You know, there was the whole bad wolf end of the universe stuff. They've raced back to modern day Earth to see what's going on, and turns out nothing. Everything's fine. It's just a normal, average Saturday. There's a milkman here. Doctor loves Saturday, so that's all good. Um, but and then they run off. Sh- they like go back to the TARDIS to see like kind of what's happening, and then boom, the Earth gets stolen. The stolen Earth. The title. Hey, I did Wait. the point. Yeah. Yes. You know that meme of the two guys pointing? That's me and you. The two guys. You know the two guys that are like, I'm, I'm, this won't help anything for listeners, but like they're like, they're like, they're like that. It's one guy. It's the, the Wojak. No, there's two of them. There's two. No, one... it's, it's, the same, it's the same guy reversed. Oh, you might be right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just one guy, yeah. All right, but then reversing and creating a second guy, that's still two guys. <laughs> it's the the Wojak meme. I'll ask you next week about what you to. think about two guys. Okay. <laughs> and we'll see if we have to have this argument. Um, yeah, he lands in an... I like that he chooses like a little, just a little suburban area. He's like, let's get the lay of the land, yeah. see what's going on. What um, Cardiff street shall I land on today? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and one aggrieved milkman is like, it's Saturday, what's wrong with you? <laughs> This milkman's a bit. He's quick to he's quick to get cross. <laughs> he's funny, this milkman. Um, yes, so the Earth gets stolen, um, but the TARDIS remains where it is, which I like. But it raises questions. Oh, because, I'm like, glad you brought this up. Then. <laughs> because like, so the Earth is gone, but yeah. the TARDIS it like remains in a fixed position of where it was. So it's still like where the Earth was, basically. I mean, there's no Earth, so it's like in. You know the, the 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 Milky Way galaxy, whatever the fuck we call it. Yeah. Um, but then that raises questions as like, but the Earth is constantly spinning and yeah. moving. So, what does that mean? <laughs> I I think it means that the Earth has like, I don't know. You like the way I can describe it is you put half a lemon in a lemon squeezer and twist. Yeah. Latardis has just ripped its way out of the Earth. <laughs> See, I, I, I think the TARDIS is probably smart enough to, like, stay, like, fixed to the Earth as it's moving. But, like, yeah. once the whole planet mass is gone, then it'll be like, well, that's not supposed to happen. I'll it just probably stay just here, phases through some stuff. Maybe. 
I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard because you can just say, "Well, the TARDIS is smart, isn't it?" So, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we famously don't do that, Nathan. We want the answer. <laughs> it's true, we do. But it, it does raise some questions. But I do like it. I do like that the TARDIS like remains fixed to mm. to the, its its uh, its like galactic point. I don't know if that makes any sense. But you no, know I, what I'm saying. I get like, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the concept of it. Like, it firstly emphasizes just how strong the TARDIS actually is. It's like, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking float. That's for baby yeah. spaceships. I'll fuck it. If I land here, I fucking land here. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is where I'm at. <laughs> She's a strong girl. It, she is, yeah. And I like the um, I I that in general as like a concept. It's quite a scary notion, isn't it? Of just being like, you open the door mm. and the doctor's like, yeah, we haven't moved. It's like, yeah, fuck. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I do I do like that. Um and I like that in the TARDIS as well there's this nice moment of um it's one of one of the only nuggets of real emotion that we can get to chew on. Is that like <laughs> I, I don't know. Alright. For for now. There's, yeah, there's there's some emotion and you know Yeah. Stuff. But but go on, go on. Um Donna Donna is in the TARDIS and she goes, you know, like the, everything's going wrong. And they've just yeah. obviously come back from Chinatown, the planet where Bad Wolf has gone everywhere and done all this. Yeah. So Ten's obviously a bit stressed. Um, and there's this nice moment where, like, he can't help but... Like, Donna goes, but Rose is coming back. Isn't that good? And it's yeah. there's a moment where, like, kind of in spite of himself, he can't help but just be like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, is. like, just, a... he has a little grin to himself. And he, it almost looks like he's guilty of it because it's like all of this mm. trouble is happening but like, but he gets to see Rose again. So like, toss up. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it worth it? Mm. Who knows? And this is all he's wanted for two years. We know that about him. He's, <laughs> he hasn't stopped pining for her since she left. You <laughs> it's know? true. Yeah. So like, as annoying as he's been, it's like I almost don't want to let him have it because he has been such a prick about it. Yeah. But like, it's 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 nice. Though, and isn't I, it? I'll be fair. The episode does make him work for it. Like, it to does have that happy reunion. Yeah. And even when he does get it, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll get to it. But like, <laughs> might be might be a different <laughs> different man. <laughs> I will see. Um, <coughs> but but uh, yeah, uh, so that, that that is a nice moment. Yeah, um, but then you know we get like the reactions of what's happened back on Earth, and and that's where the crossover starts to begin. Uh, yeah. Is it Sarah Jane we go to first? I think uh, it's Martha first. Is it Martha? Mm. Yeah, it's oh, Martha. Okay. There we go. Um, Martha, in... our queen is back. She is back. She's back. Yeah. Um, it's like she never left because she's in most of season four. <laughs> <laughs> she's in like, well, she's in four episodes, episodes of season five. Four. Ep- five episodes. Is she in five? Yeah. Santar and Tupar, Doctor's daughter, and then this Tupar. Oh shit! Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. That's another another Tupar. I forgot was actually a three parter all along. Um, nope. No, not going to get you on that. Nope. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, I, I, I think this maybe gets touched on a little bit later in the episode, um, but yet again, as I'm, I'm reminded of Operation Blue Sky as a go. I think they don't. I think Russell has forgotten what a medic's role is in the military, <laughs> and it's well, not to walk around an him. office being like, "Do what I say." I'm doing. <laughs> Well, she's got a promotion now, though, isn't she? Yeah, she but he's mention... still, like, chief medical officer. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Martha didn't just become a general overnight. <laughs> I know. But 
Hey, she's she's someone of importance to you, Nick. Though, yeah, I I like to think that she's she is like uh, she, she is a doctor and a medic and someone mm-hmm. who will do that sort of stuff when she needs to, and that's her like probably like kind of. I don't know if I'd say that's her official role. Well, yeah, that's her official role within unit, but also because of her experience, because of her yeah. uh her knowledge and experience with the doctor, then she like well, she can also be a, a general or whatever. There's there's like an unofficial level of command that like when yeah. shit hits the fan, it's like oh, where's Martha? <laughs> unit is also in this era, unit is also a lot more uh military than it is like militarized than it is like now and more recently as well because it's like it's true yeah it's a lot more science focused i think like we, we in... do get the soldiers famously this hot soldier that's been the, recently... this hot soldier and the, there is soldiers but it's like in the in this era and the classic era unit very much feels like a like a military organization mm. like and that sort of stuff but whereas with like I, I, it starts like with the Smith era and, and goes on. I think it then, it, well, once Kate Stewart comes about, I think it takes more of a, like a, a change and like a, a more science first and a more like, you know, like paranormal sort of stuff first. Like they have the soldiers, but like they're more like just guards and stuff. Really, I do. I do like this era's kind of version of unit though, because when shit mm. like this does hit the fan and you need to fill those stakes, like it is nice to see. Like, there's a line we're jumping ahead a bit and. You know, I don't mean to, but there's a line where the general goes like, "We're at war," and it feels like they're at war. Like it, mm. it, it it's not just scientists running around being like, "Ah, something's happening." <laughs> like, yeah, you, you kind of do need that soldier presence, that military feel, to make something actually feel like they're. I mean, like the planet gets overthrown in like a couple of hours. Like it's mm. you need to, and like this happened with the Sontarans as well. Like. It's a war. You need you can't have the Sontarans and not show an explicit war, like an all out fight. Yeah. Um so I do like that, but I do I do think you're right. I think they do find a healthier ground of being like units not just for, you know, like Greyhound fifteen or whatever his name is and grunts like him. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Who do we go to next? Is it Torchwood next or Sarah Jane next? I would say Sarah Jane, but I I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> it's, it's one of them. Let's I'm say just... Sarah Jane. All right. Um, um, so we go to we go to Bannerman Road. Sarah Jane is an erratic or whatever. Yeah. Um, I fucking love that set, by the way. Yeah, it's a good set. It is a good set. Mm. It feels like someone's actual attic, and then you've just got. Um... Oh, hang on. Do you want a fun peek behind the curtain about how much of a loser I was? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I had a tire mirror right uh, in my room. Um, a what? A tire. So like, it was a mirror. Um, yeah. But it was like in the shape of a tire. That was the gimmick. It was like a oh, okay, like a bike tire. So a circle. Size. Yeah. No, but right. But it had a tire around it. Like that was. Oh, the, right, okay. I, didn't, I didn't just describe a circle <laughs> as a tire. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the universal tire. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, and I hung that up on my wall. Um, yeah. But it, it very easily came off. It wasn't like really sturdy to the wall. Like I could hook it on and off whenever I liked. Um, and I loved Sarah Jane Adventures so much that I yeah. often unhooked this thing that was on the wall um, and put up little sheets of A4 under, like, hidden behind the mirror with like little computer signs on it and like little screens. Um, and when I was a big loser, I would say to myself, <coughs> Mr. Smith, I need you. 
and then take it off and then like you know play okay <laughs> i don't like i don't i someone here's if you want to have some fun because this is probably more damning for me than it is anyone else but like i am 26 years old and soon you can you can find out when um yeah soon to be 27 and you can find out when sarah jen adventures came out and discover whether i was too old to be doing that or not you was quite young i think i was old enough to not be doing that <laughs> okay. that's anyway that's why i bring up the set i love i love the set and i love mr smith i think mr smith is one of the coolest fucking things is is mr smith ever explained in sarah jane like where he came from or whatever oh you don't know i know the thing okay right. i know yeah. there's damn a... i was really hoping to get there in five years or whatever i know there's a turn yeah but like yeah I, d- I don't know if it's ever explained like where he came from or whatever. yeah um so it's explicitly explained what mr smith is and where he came from okay um cool. and it's and it's genuinely one of my favorite interest episodes of all of the doctor who world it's very very well, cool I look forward to getting to that then in like ten years or whatever. Indeed. Um, after classic who? Who's um, yeah, who's Luke Nathan? Luke is Sarah Jane's soda pop son. <laughs> the, the fizzy pop boy himself. The fizzy pop boy, Doctor Pepper Junior, or whatever we said last week. <laughs> um, yeah, but like Doctor Pepper like, who? Yeah, I. I see again. I didn't really watch Sarah Jane. I think I watched the first season of Sarah Jane, and I, I don't, I, can't, I don't know how much had been out by this point when yeah. the when this episode came on. I think does Luke mention that um, the Clyde and Maria are safe? Because I know like the cast changes because like Maria leaves the show at one point, does she? I think Maria leaves a little bit into season two, but yeah, he and then Rani comes in. Rani comes in, yeah, with Rani's yeah. hot dad. Not um, to be confused with the Rani. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with that. <laughs> is is that not intentional? I, I guess, but like, it's never, it's not a thing. It's never addressed. Is it never know. like? Yeah, okay. There yeah. might be a Sarah Jane line where she's like, "Ha, huh, I knew someone." But anyway, um, no, yeah, uh, Luke explicitly mentions that um, Clyde and Maria are safe. I think she says like he says like Maria's like somewhere in Cornwall abroad. or something. Uh, yeah, something like that. But then like the Daleks in Cornwall too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they not... don't know his Dalek. They don't know his Daleks at this point, do they? Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that um, the Earth has moved, and and they say Clyde's safe. He's he's with his mum. <laughs> so there so, we go. So good just... old Clyde's mum. <laughs> so in other words, Clyde safe. and Clyde's mum are not safe. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, Luke reckons it was a cross-dimensional transference because he's a nerd and he knows stuff. Um, and Mister Smith is needed, Nathan. Mr. Smith is needed, and then Sarah Jane is like, "Enough of that fanfare, you can't just like, just open up." Man. I have a personal gripe with that moment, right? Because we got through all of Sarah Jane Smith, right, up until this yeah. point, with that fanfare just being something that happened. It was cheesy, it was dumb, it was fun, and I loved it yeah. every time, right? And then the second they bring him into the real show, the second <laughs> they they got they have to go, they have to go. Oh, what's up with that fanfare? Stop it. <laughs> Like it is a bit much though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but but cool. <laughs> and 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 now it feels yeah. too much because they go like, "I wish you'd stop with that fanfare." And it's like, "No, we, no, you don't. You love it." It happens all the time it. in Sarah Jane Adventures, and she loves it. Yeah, it is. It is like it get annoying though. Like 
if that was your computer and you like, oh, you just wanted to check your email or something. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Mr. Smith, I need you. Duh. Does the music play? That's what I want to know. Does it play in universe? I think it has to if she knows. Yeah. That, and that's the thing. This was just something we could ignore, but now is this questions There's because like of this steam, episode. There's steam blowing and everything. <laughs> I, and I see what, what you're saying happening? about like my, if my computer did that, but my computer's got no right. It's a laptop, right? Yeah. Like if my computer slowly opened and went, I'd be like, that's too much. But for a big fuck off alien computer in the wall that can move yeah. the building, yeah, he's earned the right to play a very short jingle. Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, yeah. I'll allow it. Um, we then move over to Torchwood. Um, Jack is in the Torchwood hub. He's with uh, Gwen and Yanto. Where are the others? Dead. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're all swearing I'd... a lot less. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is one thing I did notice. I like I said, I didn't really watch Sarah Jane, but I did watch Torchwood. Yeah. Maybe because I was like a young teen and I was like edgy, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch the grown up Doctor, Doctor Who sex yeah. sex show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is it is interesting cutting from the the literally made for children uh, fucking yeah. Sarah Jane show to the the show where like. They just regularly shoot aliens in the head and have full-on affairs and sex on camera and stuff. It's it's a strange crossover to have, but it, it's it's fun though. It's very fun. They they do their best. There's still like little yeah. references to Yanto being jealous of like someone that Jack met in a bar or something. And there's like yeah. there's like little hints at like the Torchwood dynamic, but it doesn't. It feels like Torchwood light. It feels like you like mum. Yeah. Can we get Torchwood? This Torchwood at home. <laughs> it feels like that. <laughs> well, they obviously can't do the, the like X-rated stuff. Gwen, really. Gwen, Gwen rings Reese, and she's like, "Just get my mum to fucking bed, all right? Get her to fucking take her meds." <laughs> I love you, you big fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you mean, but mm. it is it mm. is very um, it, it's it's noticeable that they are pre-watershed. Yeah, here. definitely, definitely. But anyway, then we... Um, fuck. <laughs> this is all pre-Sting, by the way. I know, this is, this is literally what I was about to say. We're 30 minutes in and we're just getting to the Sting. <laughs> I think you was worried we wouldn't have anything to talk about. I know. I mean, in fairness, this is, this is the most stuff pre-Sting ever. It, it is very packed pre-Sting, to yeah. be fair. So that's when we see the, you know, there's planets in the sky and everything like that. And everyone's looking up like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, and everything like this. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to our favorite milkman, who <laughs> has a very strange look on his face. Well, it's hang like, on. First, Wilf bets his pension oh. that it's aliens. But now we can move on to Oh, milkman. I forgot about Wilf. Yeah. Is, does that, is that pre-sting? That's pre-sting, yeah. Is it? Oh, well, there we go. Fucking all of this pre-sting. <laughs> there is a lot pre-sting. There is. All right, so Wilf and Sylvia are also there. Um, but then we go back to the milkman, and then that's why Rose shows up with a <laughs> big fucking vague sci-fi gun. And, There's and two does... big vague sci-fi guns in this. Is it? Uh, Jack's oh, got a big yes. one as Jack... well, yeah. Well, that's a returning gun. Um, oh, when did that gun come about? It was in the in series one when it, from the, he made it from the defabricator. Oh fuck me! Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, season go. one, a lifetime ago. <laughs> oh, it was a season man one back crumbs. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Uh, what was I saying before you interrupted me? 
Uh, Rose shows up with her big fuck off. Rose thing. shows up with her big gun, and then she does her two trailer lines, and she <laughs> her back to back cool trailer lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now we're in trouble. It's only just beginning, <laughs> and, then, and then cocks her gun for no reason. I love yeah, it. There's no it threat. Makes, there's no threat. <laughs> she just sees planets and then cocks her gun. I'm like, why? Unless she, I love unless it. Unless she massacres the milkman, but we never see it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she just shot that milkman dead in the street. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but then we get the the title sequence. And Lawrence, I asked you last week if you watched the title sequence. Yeah. You famously, famously, you said no because, I don't know, you're a cunt or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> Did you watch the title sequence this week? Hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on on screen. <laughs> it's like, and this guy, and this girl, <laughs> yeah. and this guy again. <laughs> David Tennant. Yeah. And Catherine Tate. And free management. And, get, and fucking this one. Yeah. It is funny because they... Um, mm the way they've done it as well is it's not like um they obviously have the like the effect pre-made like they mm. and i know they obviously just type in the different name they want but like they obviously have like an animated preset for it to just go you know how it goes on the screen and then goes yeah. off the screen um, yeah. and it's funny that to fit the amount that they needed in it's just sped up it's just like they haven't altered it they've yeah. just made it go <laughs> to get on and off quicker what else are they going to do? No, I know. Just little things like it makes me laugh. Whenever I see something that's sped up, I'm like, ah, you lazy. <laughs> lazy. Make a new preset, Doctor Who. <laughs> I know your game. Um, Got, <laughs> I like how you call them lazy for doing that, but if people knew the shortcuts you take with caravan of garbage. And uh, I don't take any with caravan. I take plenty elsewhere. But caravan of mm. garbage gets the, gets the primo treatment, all right? Mm. I don't know if it does. Uh, Nathan, stop. <laughs> <laughs> they're, pro- they're probably they're shortcuts with everything, right? Yeah. So there you go. Work fast. I'm just, I'm saying those in glass houses, Lawrence, <laughs> should not throw stones. Okay. Look, if it does the job, it does the job. I'm just saying, game recognized game. I see a procrastinator, right? And I raise you my <laughs> procrastination. I go there. You go. Just two slacking guys. Um. Yeah, so this is, uh, for for context, I have done a full page of A4 notes. Um, for context, the... I have no notes, okay? Come down. And I, I was going to make notes, but I fell asleep. <laughs> um, and then Lawrence had to call me <laughs> because I was late to the recording of the podcast because I was asleep. Which is very um, rare. It doesn't happen Which often. is very rare. I'm usually very on time, but uh, that was not the case this week. No. Um so I have no notes. But that's okay, because um, I have all the notes. Okay, great. Uh, and speaking of notes, Nathan, uh, Donna asks all the questions that we should ask, which is, should yes. the Earth lose the sun? You yes. Know, like, shouldn't everyone at home be dead? Yes. The answer is Clever yes, girl. but she's forgotten that she's on the show Doctor Who, where it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I think that's a re- There's a good questions to ask. And it's not yeah. that it, it doesn't matter. There are explanations for this. Yeah. It's not just like, no, don't worry about it. It's like, they do say in the episode why this is the case, you know? Uh, what was the explanation for that one then? I missed, I must have missed this one. It's because, like, the it's been purposefully moved. The planet has been purposefully moved and they kept the heat in so that, like, so they can use the planet as part of the key for the fucking universe bomb. Yeah, I know why they move it, but, like, can you just keep the heat in? Is that how that yeah. works? 
Well, if they can move the planet, why they can move the fucking planet? This is what I'm saying. Is Doc, there is still hand waving here? There's not like an exact science that they've got. Yeah, oh, but yeah, you're picking and choosing your hand waving. It's like, true. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you have none of it or all of it. All right. David, <laughs> no, I don't even know this, right? But I know it's the plot hole, and that's that the TARDIS uh, can travel anywhere in time and space, and I think that's too outrageous, personally. I don't like the oh, death set you're oh, giving I... me. I was because I didn't know what you was doing first of all, and then I was like, "Oh, you're doing a joke." I'm okay. doing a silly joke. I thought you was just making the most ridiculous point you've ever made on the show. I would never. Uh, and speaking of making ridiculous points on the show, Nathan, we're off to the Shadow Proclamation. We are. Um, We've heard about Jadoon. this bastard for fucking years, right? Yeah. Or is it the Medusa Cascade, or is it both? Both. Yeah. Yeah. So we've. So we, we've... we haven't. We haven't heard about the Medusa Cascade for years. A year. That's enough. Enough of a tease. Okay. Do you think this is Russell getting in all of his, like, got to explain this one before I go, and this one as well? Because we go to both in a very short span of time, and they're the two big things that the Doctor keeps mentioning. All right, no, but, like, Medusa Cascade was a purposeful tease, though, for this. Yeah. Medusa Cascade was a bad wolf scenario. Like, the, the, the Shadow Proclamation wasn't, like, Oh, what's this going to be? It's just a thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, so off they go. Um, but before we go anywhere, we uh, we cut back to Earth and we're watching, um, I believe it's Yanto watching on one of the various 28 Torchwood monitors. And first of all, those Torchwood monitors are fucking awful. Like They're dreadful. You know, yeah. like with the little keyboard like that's on like the fucking... Don't. It, any keyboard that's on like a mount like that horrible to use like yeah. the you can even see when they type on it how, like how much the fucking monitor itself shakes because oh, yeah, of course it would it's attached to the fucking keyboard mate yeah it hor- horrendous you have to stand up when you're using it as well what happens no to good old-fashioned desks i know <laughs> no one can sit down in torch but they're all they're all just stood up using their weird monitors um jack's got a desk in torch but i've seen his private little office he does. I think Tosh had a desk as well. Yeah, Tosh is no nonsense. Tosh is not fucking yeah. up this shit. Not like Queen Tosh. He's not having any of this nonsense. Owen um, was even maybe never did working or didn't show up. Maybe. No, Owen worked on his little pit, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Owen had a weird pit where he did he all had a his... weird little lab pit, didn't he? <laughs> this is where I keep the dead alien of the week that we <laughs> yeah. all shot in the head. <laughs> Let's all gather around this table and pull back the, the, the sheet on this dead alien we all shot so we can see, so we can look at this dead alien. And then Owen looks at it and goes, yeah, it's definitely an alien. Right. And My... it's definitely dead. Our yeah. work here is done. <laughs> Good job, Torchwood. One of my favourite things about Torchwood is that it never explains the fact that like Owen is a doctor, yeah. Right, but he's a—he's not a tort. He's a regular doctor, right? He, Jack just, just doctor, found him because yeah. of happenstance, right? But he was—he's a, yeah. do- a doctor. Aliens have different anatomy. Like, what is Owen gonna do? Like, he's cutting open these dead, and he's like, "Fucking hell, your lungs there, Jesus!" All right, well, fuck. <laughs> no, it's also brushed over with Owen. His many sex crimes. <laughs> his many sex. <laughs> his many sex crimes, and it's very quickly brushed over. <laughs> Well, he was always a sweetheart, Nathan, and he loved Tosh the whole time. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Yanto is watching Paulo Grady at 8 o'clock in the morning, apparently. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. That right, this warrants an emergency show, doesn't it? 
<laughs> of Paul O'Grady. <laughs> it warrants an emergency showing of tea time talk show Paul O'Grady. Look, I love Paul O'Grady, but it's not hard hitting journalism. All right? <laughs> it's true, yeah. Do you know what? Who is a hard hitting journalist? Uh, Trinity Wells, my our queen. queen. Our queen, yeah. Trinity Wells. She confirms that 26 planets have appeared in the sky. Um, and Richard Dawkins tells us we've travelled. I like that. It's like, it's an yeah. inescapable fact. We've moved. Good. I always like it when they bring in little people to just tell us stuff. Um, yeah. And I, I do think Paul O'Grady is possibly the best here. Um, what, what is he It's genuinely love- a funny joke. And like, Yanto's <laughs> supposed to be like, it's supposed to be like obnoxious and inconsiderate that Yanto is watching yeah. this. But like, it's funny. <laughs> it's Paul O'Grady like, you know, I look up and there's all these moons and things. Have you seen them? <laughs> What was I drinking last night? Furniture polish. It's a I good, it's a good laugh. Paul, Paul O'Grady is genuinely hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Or was. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. to a king. Mm. He, he had a great... Um, well, he had various shows, but all of them were, were very funny. I used to love watching Paul O'Grady back in the day. It's always it's always a bit of fun when they come on a show like this as well. Like it's Yeah. Just adds that... Throwing a bit of, like, of that real world to TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Makes oh, they did it in the, the first series with like Blue Peter and stuff, didn't they? Oh, and that's like, true. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, we just had an alien crash in London, so we're making an alien spaceship cake or whatever. <laughs> well, I don't remember this. Do you not remember? I don't remember the. I, I don't remember them making a cake. Do they make? Cakes? We're making a little spaceship cake. Yeah. Okay. Because the doctor was trying to watch TV, and there was that kid just like oh uh, about, yeah, the, the kid wouldn't stop changing the channels or something. Yeah, and of course that was the taking news. them to various cultures news stations, and yeah, because that's what happens. That's what happens when yeah. you change the channel on local TV. You're suddenly watching China's news. I'm suddenly, yeah. We now get the American News Network. Yeah, well, thank God, and thank God we do. To be fair, exactly. Yeah. Um, there is a big space station at the heart of the moved planet constellation. Mister Smith tells us. So does Gwen. They're both. Yes. Well, Mister, I was like, they're both looking at their monitors. Mister Smith is a big monitor. We, well, we <laughs> yes. So <laughs> very true. Mister Smith is a big monitor, and he does tell us. About <laughs> These are the this. groundbreaking points you need from the podcast. <laughs> yes. But so, so 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 everyone has their information. Obviously. Mr. Smith is the big monitor. Torchwood have their own Torchwood technology, computers and shit. Unit is unit. They have satellites. They're all looking at this stuff. Rose walks into a computer shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there's just a laptop open with this screen just already on it somehow. She, like, stops some muggers or whatever. She stops some guys, like, looting. But then there's just an open laptop with this <laughs> It's very convenient. It's, there's a lot is. of conveniences for Rose this episode. Like, yeah, there's a lot of things that just fall into her lap that is quite, <laughs> it's quite good. Good news for her. Like, like what else? Well, like the, for just like landing up. Like who? Who? I had the question. Who is control? Like, it's a unit, isn't it? Captain Magumbo. Oh, it's them, is it? And she's. I think so. She's yeah. able. Oh to... no! Or maybe it's no. Maybe it's Torchwood actually. Because actually, yeah. Because that's a different version of reality. Yeah, it'd be Torchwood back on Pete's World, won't it? Didn't they disband Torchwood? No. Well, maybe. Because fucking um, Jake and stuff, they and Mickey, or Ricky, no, Mickey, went off to do Paris Liberation, didn't they? No, but they started Torchwood. That was separate. I didn't know they started another Torchwood. They already had Torchwood. Yeah, but... Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm confusing yeah. it with our world. Normal yeah, world, are. Torchwood, yeah. yeah. 
No, you're right. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Fine. Mm. Well, this is still a convenience for us. <laughs> yeah. And you can't is, take that is, away from me. This is the biggest. I won't say it this way. This is the biggest convenience. Just like she doesn't even hack in anywhere. It's just already open. It's just there, ready to go. And I'm like, <coughs> is she going into? I mean, but yeah, you say. Yeah, and I understand this, but then like, we have to remember that Mickey typed in Buffalo eight times and uh, got yeah. through to the fucking nuclear launch yeah. codes. Yeah. <laughs> and access to the world's arsenal of nuclear weapons. The world's just... as well. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone just... shares famously. Yeah. And also he could launch it directly from his CRT monitored <laughs> computer. He didn't need to put in a key in a no. Russian submarine anywhere. <laughs> he just needed to to just press enter on his keyboard. <laughs> Imagine your, imagine your laptop froze. Oh, the fuck. This is annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Buffering. Fuck How am I going to start a nuclear way? war now? I know. Um, do, did Rose go in to find this information, or do you think she was genuinely aggrieved by people robbing the shop? Um, it seemed like she kind of just stumbled upon it, really, because mm. she she only went into that shop because she heard the the looting and stuff. So and there's, like, there's bigger fish this. to fry, right? <laughs> there is bigger fish to fry, but... You know, she's she's like the doctor, isn't she? She wants to help. <laughs> the doctor wouldn't give a fuck about this either. I think he would. I don't know. I think he'd, he'd, get in, he'd intervene if there was like trouble and someone was going to be injured. But like at the end of the world, when the whole world, when the entire Earth has shifted in space, the doctor's not going to be worried about what two people are doing with the local fucking LG TV. I think the tenth doctor would. Mm, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I, I think the time to talk to it. I think he likes to feel important, and it'll be like, um, "I'm a nice person, and you're right." Then boy. what's going on in here? Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. No fair point. All right, I tell you, I, then, all right then. My your argument. The twelfth doctor. Apart. The twelfth doctor would like help them smash a window, and like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the twelfth doctor is very, you know, like anti-establishment and very like fucking yeah that's loot let's the twelfth doctor's like fucking um what's that funny saying um uh shoplifting is activism okay <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's very much the twelfth doctor's vibe comrade doctor yeah com- communist comrade doctor <laughs> Um, all right, but then if Rosie's trying to be more like the Doctor, do you think it's very within the Doctor's character to walk in and go, do you like my gun? No, no, that's a bit... <laughs> that's well, a it's, pretty... it's like a cool line. Well, it's like an 11-year-old's idea of a cool line. Yeah. But like, hey, I was almost probably somewhere around the age of 11, and I enjoyed it very much. That That is Rosie's trouble throughout this mm. episode. I think she thinks she looks a lot cooler than she does. It's hard to look cool with that big fuck off gun because, it's like, too big. again, it, yeah, again, it's like an eleven-year-old's idea of what cool is. You know, it's just like a big silver space gun, and it's like the biggest thing you've ever seen. But <laughs> in actuality, it just looks impractical, really. Pretty much. Yeah, um, we've got end of the stinking world. That that little guy. Yeah, he's drunk he's again. Very drunk. Quack, he got drunk quick. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he's, he saw those planets at eight o'clock in the morning and went, they almost have a whiskey, I reckon. <laughs> Do you remember the London riots, though? That all happened. That was speedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> very different scenario. No, no, but I'm saying, I'm saying people jump to things quickly. <laughs> yeah, again, very different. <laughs> There's not a lot to talk about. Okay. 
<laughs> he says 50 minutes in. Yeah, I know. Um, Sylvia and Wilf are trying to find Donna, but they can't get through. Um, they can't get oh, through the space. Donna. Yeah, she's in space, and her, That's why. You know, her phone's off. Yeah. And even if, you know, even if it wasn't off, she's still in space. Yeah. Yeah. And then my note says, who can get through is Martha and Jack. They don't get through to... Do- oh, they get through to each other. They're, they're on the phone. I wrote this like an idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Martha and Jack have the phone. We That's when we get a bit more insight into what Martha's been up to. Um, yeah, she's on Project Indigo. Yes. Which is the, the teleport thing, I think. And Jack is not happy about this because... No, he's like, that, that won't work. I fucked a guy and he told me it doesn't work or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and the answer's like, what do you mean? And he's like, never mind. Don't worry about it. You... They seem to have an open relationship, though, don't they? Because like, mean... Jack's always fucking people, isn't he? Jack's always off fucking people. And Yanto is not. No, he's, he's like very much open on Jack's side. Yeah. But... <laughs> and I think it's open by Jack's choice and not Yanto's choice as well. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, oh, oh, maybe it's not an open relationship. It's just, like, I don't think they'd necessarily committed to each other. Like, it was... Yeah. It was more just them hooking up, really, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. And I think it was. I think it. Yanto and also, I think more... Yanto was closeted as well. Do you reckon? Because yeah, Gwen, cause wasn't Gwen that definitely a thing? knows what's going on. No, but wasn't wasn't that a thing that like because he had the sexy cyber girlfriend first of all? Oh, that's but, true. Yeah. Um, but then also, isn't it a thing in Children of Earth that like he tells his sister about him about Jack and stuff? She, he might tell his sister about Jack, but I think his sister knew that she was uh, that he was gay. I don't think she did because I think it's a it's a it's like a revelation to her. But it's been very long time since that, so I don't know. Yeah, same here. God, I want to watch Children of Earth again now. Well, you can't. I know. Oh, it's the worst <laughs> thing about this fucking show. <laughs> Can everyone stop listening so we don't do the podcast? No, anymore, Lawrence, don't I? do that. Don't do that. Stop that right now. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't true. mean that. Stay where That's you are. True, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Jack doesn't agree with Project Indigo because it's not about shooting aliens in the head. So, <laughs> Great, yes. so he's like, I don't understand what. How is this useful? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, and yeah, I think from, we finally get to hear the the message they've sent through a message to like all the is it all the military things or is it the Daleks have sent through a message? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it? I think it's just to Earth, right? It's whatever. It's just a message. It's just it's the, it's the plot. They send a plot. It's message. on all open communications. Whatever. They've yeah. they've just sent a message. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, it, and not that the communications mm. before this were closed too much because Rose gained access to a local shop. But um, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. I what I tell you what what I genuinely really really like about this episode and this has always stuck with me. Um, Can I tell you what I genuinely really like? First of all, why not? It seems like an honest and normal way of a conversation to flow. So yeah, go for it. Yeah, great. So I really like Sarah Jane's reaction. Oh fuck this. you! Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. Fuck's sake! All right. Well, actually, I like everyone's reaction. I love. No, but I think Sarah Jane's is like the best because she's like got like history with like the Daleks and yeah. stuff, and it's. And 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 so and to be fair, Jack probably has more history because he's older. Um, but like that's true. Yeah, the, there's something about the fact that Sarah Jane was a classic companion and stuff. So it's like it's it's just added weight to it. Really, it, it, it? it lands that st- and like you, yeah. and you get that later on as well when Sarah Jane talks directly to Davros and yeah. everything else. But um, yeah, no, I, I love both. I love the confusion from people who don't know. Like mm. Luke is there, and I think obviously Yanto and Gwen would probably have no idea. Um, no Dalek showing up in Sarah Jane? 
Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, probably a bit too much for Sarah Jane, really. Yeah. Yeah. Exterminating is just silly string. Um, oh, and I guess that makes sense with her reaction, really. Well, yeah, because yeah, she's... Horrified. Yeah, absolutely fucking yeah. shit up scared. Um, mm. And Jack is as well. Jack like, just kind of pulls the Torchwood team in and kisses them both on the head. And I've always found that, like... Gives them a little kiss. Yeah. I, 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 there's someone... I, I can't... I'm trying to put the words on, like, how to describe the moment, but it's, like... It, it, it's not, like... They they haven't given up, and it's not, like, remorseful. But mm. it's, like, there's there's something about it where it's, like, this could go either way. So I'm kind of getting in getting in a hug while I can, because it's about to, to me, fuck. it's No, to me, it's just, like... It just speaks to the threat of the Daleks, because, yeah, yeah. like, they've lost. There's there's no... There's nothing else, you know? Like, he even says, we're dead, you know? There's, yeah. It's the Daleks. He, like... Last time he fought the Daleks, he didn't win, did he? No, yeah. And and, and <laughs> look, that's, look, that's look and, what happened. And and last time he fought them as well, like in season one, he was fighting with people with regular guns, which like Yeah. I know we've harped and joked and stuff, but that's that's Torchwood. It's just people with guns. Yeah. He's like, exactly. well fuck, I guess. And yeah. also he the only reason the day was saved was because Rose stood into the heart of the vortex, but also the doctor was there. Not here now, is he? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and that's yeah, another interesting Yeah, from Jack's component. perspective, there's no, there's no doctor. There's no, you know, fucking big save in the day sort of thing. It's just, it's just, this is what's happening. Yeah, and I, I like that. Mm. Um, obviously, we don't get this, and we're not even going to get it in this show. Um, but it, one of the most interesting components of Torchwood um, is in Children of Earth when there's Gwen has an amazing monologue about sometimes that when the doctor isn't there she thinks it's because he turns his head away in shame of what the human race do mm. um yeah. and like but but more to the point of this episode it's an interesting concept when like like what can these people do without the doctor like how useful are the companions without the doctor yeah um and i do think that like they've all got their institutions and they're all like sarah jane not so much but sarah jane she has a show they're all divided into their shows and martha's got unit um, yeah. and they've all got their kind of their team around them um but when the uh, you know and it's all they're, they're good at dealing with relatively low level threats um but definitely threats none nonetheless but then as soon as the daleks come in it's like we really need the doctor or we're fucked here like yeah there's no other way we can do this they're just too mm-hmm. on a different level yeah definitely um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know why but I laughed because I think it's because we we joked calling him a fizzy pop boy last week. But when Sarah Jane's like, my boy, he was so young. I'm like, yeah, he's one mm. years old. <laughs> that, that boy is a toddler. That boy is an infant. <laughs> he is quite literally one. Okay. <laughs> he's a fizzy pop boy. He is a fizzy pop boy. Um, so the Doctor is at the, um, the Shadow Proclamation with a bunch of rhinos and that uh, woman. Um, and then that's when they figure out the sort of like, uh, was it like the something key? The, I don't know. The Osterhagen uh, so, key. No, not that. Like the planetary alignment sort of thing. Oh um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, they figure out like the the twenty seven planets. It all forms together with because they you know they talk about Pyrovilia and the the adipose breeding planet adipose three and the mm-hmm. lost moon of Poosh, which I love saying. It's a great it's a great turn of phrase. I think David Tennant uh, does too. <laughs> 
He does. Yeah, you can tell. He's got that cadence about him. The Lost Moon of Poosh. The Lost Moon of Poosh. <laughs> yeah, you've got to hit that P. Lost Moon of Poosh. Actually, speaking of David Tennant right. line deliveries, he deserves an Emmy for being able to go say the Jadoon lines, but for being able to go like bo oh. show ro fo Thank you for reminding me. The Jadoon lines. Tyler's translation circuit picking and choosing once again, isn't it? I've got this note. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah, it just doesn't it takes a while to set in, I guess, for this this time. Because then the Jadoon <laughs> do start speaking English, but they don't assimilate it, the language like they did in Partners in Crime. It really does just pick and choose, doesn't yeah. it? That that TARDIS translation software. It's just like, <laughs> well, we'll see. You I think the, the central question that had to be asked in the production of this episode was, <clears throat> is it funnier if David Tennant has to say a load of rhino words? And <laughs> it, is, the it is, is very probably funny. yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like David Tennant going, mo so ro fo whatever he joke. And then the Zoom, ma-ho. <laughs> that's very good yeah. what was that I like to imagine that being like the doctor says something and then goes bitch at the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah it doesn't really fit it's with like anything a, else does it like, no that's, that's like one of those like takes off sunglasses moments <laughs> isn't it <laughs> you know the Obama mic drop meme yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> maho maho <laughs> Oh, actually, speak, hang on. Speaking of voices, we'll get hmm. to Shadow Proclamation in a sec, but I've just realised, looking at my notes, we skipped over some stuff. Um, and we get we get to see the Dalek ship, because they've all been announced, right? The Daleks all go yeah. exterminate, and everyone's like, oh, fuck, it's them. Um, yeah, it's the Daleks. They have some banger lines. The human harvest will commence is... Ooh. Got to be up there with that. some pretty... Yeah, the, you know, they all come in, and yeah. the, the, guy that, the guy that does the Dalek voice gets to show off all the voices that he can do. Nick Briggs. Yeah, he said, and the yeah. last one comes in. He goes, "The human harvest will commence," and I'm like, oh, oh. "That's pretty cool." Yeah, it's cool. Um, and the last Did we see Davros at this point. No, you don't get him for a little bit. Okay. Uh, you do, however, see the supreme Dalek. I, I tell you what, thir- I think it was thirteen or thirteen-year-old Nathan thought the supreme Dalek was the coolest shit ever. <laughs> and I'll tell you why, Mate. Nathan. It's because he just might be the coolest shit ever. <laughs> it's so fucking cool it's like it's like a dalek on steroids yeah it's like he's got three fucking lights on his head it's red it's gold it's sleek he's got like golden prongs yeah yeah oh man i love the supreme dalek man and his voice is deeper yeah that's how you know he's cool and it's business i'm pretty sure it's the emperor's voice it is, yeah. I think well, it's the it's, same it's all, voice. It's all Nicholas Briggs. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's doing the same Emperor voice. Um, uh, yeah, I love it. I mean, to be fair, right? We we don't. Oh, no, there we go. I need to make that one deeper. I'll figure it out. You get get to it. Um, get to it for next week. The um, <clears throat> we we don't often give um, Nick Briggs his flowers, <clears throat> right? But he's. He's pulling off bangers, right? Because he's doing he's Khan, really Supreme yeah. Dalek, and all the and others. I tell you what, Khan in this episode as well. Mm. Uh, talking about Nick Briggs' performance, oh, so yeah. good, man, so, so good. good. This like the fucking because he's gone insane. He flew into like the fucking the time war. We don't find this out until next week. Spoiler alert! But no, no, we find this out this week. Uh, what they went into the time war? Yeah, Davros, Davros gives the backstory to the Doctor over Zoom. Ah, okay. I thought that was next week. Nah, that's this week. Oh, I missed that then. Um, 
Uh, yeah, Dalek Khan is um, well, he's he's gone insane basically, and he's like he's, he's ah, there's, there's something about the way he talks. It's like almost like fucking musical, really. Mm, yeah, it's, it's it's got a rhythm about the way he talks, and it's like I flew. The doctor <laughs> is coming. <laughs> that voice sort of where he goes, yeah, <laughs> it's, but, it's great. It's so good, man. It, yeah, it's it's a great performance anyway. Yeah, but like often it gets forgotten because of just they're the daleks you talk about the daleks yeah um but yeah good stuff anyway sorry uh yeah i wanted to touch on supreme dalek but shadow proclamation with there they figured out what's going on they figured uh, out i um they figured out the bees are disappearing that's a good bit of fun um yeah. i i do love the moment once it's figured out that like <laughs> i don't know why but just the shot of like uh, Catherine running back to the TARDIS and then David Tennant following her. That's just very funny to me. I don't know why, but it's just so funny. Like, them just being like, oh, we figured it out. Let's go. Let's run back to the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah let's go. Let's go. I don't know why, but it's it's just funny to me. They So, not to speak about an episode too recently, um, but they were, it, it, in this episode, they, it's, it's, it's very funny that Donna goes like, like, let's go. And Doctor goes, I am. And they're just screaming <laughs> at each other. Um, yeah. And it kind of happens in another episode. I won't even say which one, but like a recent mm. episode where something happens and Donna starts running mm. and the Doctor goes, come on. She goes, I'm already running. <laughs> yeah. It's just that they just have a great in sync mates bond where they can just yeah. you know, like, they can just say <laughs> shit to each other and they'll get it and they'll pick up that they're just both being weird. It's very much like one brain cell duo sort of vibe. Yeah, it really it's, is. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, great. It's good fun. Um, anyway, then, we're at war, Nathan. We are at war um, because they figure out they go to the, they need to go to the Medusa Cascade, but mm. then the Shadow Proclamation lady is like, well, that means you're under arrest. Yeah. He's like, what? Is that, <laughs> I just, I hold just, on. <laughs> I just figured it out. <laughs> um, pretty stupid of her not to like just immediately shoot him, isn't it? Uh, yeah, very, very much so. And it's... <laughs> I'll just go get you the key. <laughs> like, all right. He's pranking you. Yeah, He's doing you just a prank. got played. <laughs> he just got played, man. Why are you letting him go? I don't... Oh, my God, hang on. I'm just realising we're, hmm. we're combining scenes, Nathan. We're all over the shop. Right? What uh, are you talking about? This is... this is. We've skipped over loads of stuff. Have we? Yeah, yeah, because I've got... I wrote this chronologically... And we've, you're right. right that we is, can come back to it. All right, fine. I'm, yeah, but that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> okay. I don't want to leave the Shadow Proclamation until we've done the Shadow Proclamation. Right? People want longer episodes. They're fucking getting them. Oh my god. No. <laughs> um, we get a few moments. Donna roasts the police captain. Weird woman. Um, tells her that she's just important as a time lord. Thank you very much. Doctor looks impressed, which is a nice little moment. Yes, yes. To be fair, I I I do like that moment uh, where Donna's like, you know, not maybe not the stuff of legends, but every bit as important as Time Lords because they're all cunts. Exactly. Um, yeah. Donna is. Uh, I've put hearing, feeling, a heartbeat, a little, yeah. little, hmm, little. What's, what could that be? Hmm. Don't answer. I know you know, and I know too. But like, hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the bees are. Not all aliens, but some of them are aliens from the planet Majora. Yeah. Which is nice stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway. So anyway, they move on. 
Great. I'm glad we covered all that. I'm glad we stopped dead in our tracks so we could go back and cover that the bees are, in fact, from the planet Majora. Well, there's, there's other stuff in between that, to be that's fair. That's good stuff. No, the stuff you described in the scene, there's a whole Earth chunk uh, section in between that and then them leaving the Shadow Proclamation. So there's a whole bit that we need to still okay. speak about. Okay. Right? And I'm going to circle back to there, but because we're wrapping up the Shadow Proclamation, I do think it's funny that they just... Like the police go, oh, you've got a situation. You've you've found a solution, have you? We're going to arrest you. Get yeah. <laughs> just handling things the the wrong way immediately, um, which I like. But anyway, Nathan, back on Earth, um, Project Indigo is being initiated. The Valiant is down. Goodbye forever, the Valiant. I think. Mm, yes. I was I yes. was thinking maybe it comes back to clear the fog, but that was Sontarans. So that yeah, was, we've already gone. done that. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye forever, the Valiant. Um, Project Indigo is initiated, and Unit is under attack. Um, I really like this when like Jack is on the phone to Martha, and he's like, "Unit is next," and it just feels like it's a wipeout. Yeah, like they, the way Jack says like they're crossing military targets off their list is just like, oh, <laughs> that feels. <laughs> feels like a genocide is happening, and I don't know if that's good stuff. Well, it is. I know, but that's what I'm that's saying. Exactly what, that's exactly what it is. It's not good, Lawrence. The Daleks' whole thing is ethnic cleansing. We know that about them. They have Nazi uniform. Well, they did. Yeah. yeah. The, um, I don't know. It, 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 it just, this is what I was saying about, like, the... the the militarization of unit and stuff like the, it, when it gets down to moments like this it feels mm. like a war and it's yeah. and it and it feels fucked and and you really feel like the doctor is missing and it's frustrating as a viewer because you're like he's trying he's trying he's not trying hard enough <laughs> no he? no he's bloody well not um but yeah martha is given the osterhagen <clears> key <throat> um i love this is a great scene and i think i don't know whether i want to say this or not but We've, I think we've done this before. We've, we've skirted around it because there are some unfortunate names that are still we still have to talk about in Doctor Who. Yeah, and it's a good performance from John Barrowman. Well, when Martha uses Project Indigo, yeah, and he's yeah, Jack knows what Project Indigo is and basically knows how unstable it is. Yeah, um, and then as soon as Martha does use it and teleport out, um, he just—I think he just like he just boots the fucking desk that he's next to. And like, yeah. there's something like cold and kind of, it's very obviously upsetting. But there's something quite. He reverts back into this kind of military presence where he says, like, I think he says, Martha is down. Martha's down. Yeah. Yeah, which is a very like cold way of saying it. She's uh, dead. He basically thinks she's been like scrap scrambled into atoms. I think is what he says. Something like, like that. Yeah. As, as far as he's aware, the the. Project Indigo never got properly working. Basically. Mm. So. And that's like. Oh, oh, and before all this, he gets his Vortex Manipulator fixed and all of that. Um, After this. That's later. Is it? Is it later? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot later, because he needs to speak to Martha about oh, it first. Oh, you're right, yeah, because yeah. Martha's actually not dead all along. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. If this, ep- yeah, if this episode feels like a mess, <coughs> that's the episode. That's not our fault. Right? <laughs> We're everywhere in this episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and anyway, the Supreme Dalek then starts having a chat, and out of the shadows comes a. We see a creepy little hand. Yeah, creepy little. It's hand. Davros. It is Davros. Um, yeah. 
I mean, we're still talking about Davros's design in 2023. Maybe not for great are, reasons. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and um, he was still recently played by Julian Beach, who I think does a great job. Brilliant Davros, job. Davros, really, yeah, yeah. really. Um, um, it just gets the cadence of it right. It's, he's got this really sinister air about him, and he, the way he can. I don't know. There's just something about it which really like nails this uh, sinister, grotesque, Hitler-esque character. Basically, yeah. have you mm. seen? Um, I, I didn't watch it recently, but I watched it maybe a month or so back. Uh, the confidential of um, David Tennant seeing Davros in makeup for I the first time. Watched it today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's such I a good. Little, David Tennant's like poking his face, and he's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very cool. One thing I love about David Tennant is. He is the biggest geek for Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's like he like he seems like a cool guy, like a cool actor who's playing the Doctor and everything. But he is the biggest fucking nerdiest fanboy there is. Like, and that's never been more evident than in the recent uh, for the 60th for the Doctor Who Unleashed, which is like the newer version of Confidential. They had uh, the. Uh, the writers and the people who like made the star beast came oh, to, yeah. to the set and like david showed up and was genuinely starstruck like david Tennant <laughs> was genuinely starstruck over meeting like two comic writers from the 70s yeah <laughs> who are there like losing their minds that this is david Tennant? like national yeah, treasure and he's david like Tennant. infinitely more famous than them <laughs> and he's just fucking losing his mind and geeking out and he's so cute bless him <laughs> no that is a cute uh, moment to be fair yeah he, he does he gets so excited for all the little and that's why i think like mm-hmm. he's the perfect doctor for this era because russell is so concerned with bringing back all the oldies like russell was, yeah russell was good at bringing back like they did the sontarans the cybermen the daleks the master like they pretty much touched every big major one yeah um, and the one well, no the, not, david Tennant wasn't there for the autons but yeah um anyway autons, um, autons not major no they were weren't they in like quite a big episode they're in they're in like a yeah but it's not major no one's like the autons classic doctor who villain you know uh, i thought they i thought the autons had a bit of source a bit of reverence to them no they don't, they, they're not they would i don't think anyone would class them as an iconic doctor who monster really fair enough <laughs> maybe i'm wrong clive but might clive well clive himself is iconic that's true Back in the day, back in 2008, what did you make of the Davros design? Ah, do we need to talk about this? We don't need to, but like, because I agree with changes that have been made to keep up with modern times. And I I think all of that is... In 2008, I had absolutely no opinion on the matter because I was a dumb kid. That's what I'm speaking about from like a child perspective. (laughs) I think it's like it's a well-made design and it looks cool. And right. and I I still think it is. I yeah. I still think it's a cool design and still think it looks cool and you know, the the ableism trope that's you know that's I it's something we're more aware of now, but I don't mm. think like this should be, you know, like I don't think there's anything bad or wrong here, is basically what no, I'm saying. Yeah, and I it mean, was it was due an update and the update was made by the same person that conceptualized this <laughs> version. Yeah, um, or at least an updated version of this character in the in no, back was... in the early two thousands. What? As in, like Russell didn't decide what Davros looked like back in the old days, 
right back in no, classic no. but like he updated yeah. it and then since being showrunner and having davros involved in something else has <clears throat> reimagined davros's design yeah. um to yeah to just basically just work towards inclusivity and not making people feel like crap basically i also i also don't know if russell's solution is entirely the right option though like okay I, I I'm I I don't know I I think like he means well and mm. it's it's going about you know it's done for the right reasons and stuff I I don't know if it is the correct answer to it I you know I I think there's there's like I've seen people bring up like other suggestions which could possibly work better and stuff but Russell has done that in the past to be fair I feel like he he does. Like and rightfully so, I'd prefer someone overcorrected themselves in the right direction than never changed mm. anything. Um, yeah, the the big overcorrection for me, and which, which which works for the worse, I think, was like overcorrected so much he accidentally became bigoted again. It's like yeah, is the whole fucking thing with um choosing not to have david tennant in jodie wicker's costume yeah that they, when, and that's what i was getting at which is... yeah cause that's because that's like i get it but it's it it just it's ridiculous it, it was me. it was catering it was bending to the will of the bigots rather than having a defiant because his thing was like i don't but even it, yeah he was he was saying that like he he doesn't want to have like a man in in the woman's costume because then that becomes a story and the you know the bigots are then focusing on the wrong thing rather than like a celebration of of whatever yeah but but the solution but, to let the bigots uh, win and not see it at all yeah is not the right one yeah no but then also in that exact fucking episode you had sasha dewan in the exact same outfit yes yeah, true that is very so, true yeah. like <laughs> i didn't you know? i never considered that yeah that's yeah. true <laughs> so like I don't know. It just seems it seems stupid to me, and yeah. and also I think we were robbed of not having David Tennant in that outfit. Have, but... One of my, you know this about me. One of my favorite things mm. is seeing the Doctor in the old Doctor's clothes. It's, a good, it's a good moment. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a, good it's fun, a fun thing. I mean, Matt Smith's yeah. entire vibe for the eleventh hour is great fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good stuff. And also, you get the nice moment, when... and we get to see that brown suit fucking get the death it deserves. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> no, but like, you get the. Um, I also think it gives the new Doctor a nice moment of like being able to choose their identity for themselves. Yeah, um, yeah. Rather than just the, being, the like, reveal of their outfit, rather than it just suddenly appearing on them. You know, I was so when I could tell it was David Tennant, I was like, mm. well, watching Power of the Doctor, I was so happy. And then when the clothes started regenerating, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I want this. Yeah, well, not great. Not great. Uh, anyway, well, there we go. Uh, the Daleks are on the streets, Nathan. They're ordering humans out of their homes. Alright, uh, so we just broke our no talking ahead rule. I just realised. Oh, but, we did, didn't oh, we? Well. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Oops. That's your fault. Yeah. Anyway, I'll claim it. It's fine. <laughs> the uh, Daleks are on uh, a Cardiff street. They are. Um, yeah. They're forcing families out. There. <laughs> I, I love. There's some funny Dalek lines, um, and definitely some next week as well. Um, but I like the line that the males, the females, the females, the, the descendants. descendants. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it makes me yeah. laugh. <laughs> the, yeah, that makes me laugh too. That's one of those funny lines. It's just yeah. one of them, like, it doesn't translate well yeah. over to like a Dalek trying to intimidate them. Um, yeah. we got one guy feeling very overconfident. He's like, yeah, he's he's seen the Daleks, like presumably come in a spaceship and blow up military bases and kill millions of people, but he's like. I reckon this brick will work. 
Uh, yeah, and um, we will talk about him in a bit. I reckon. Oh, but... okay. <laughs> so I, I had a feeling as soon as I brought that up. I had a, I had a feeling that like we won't get any further into this conversation. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> no, I, I will say that it's. Um... We can talk a little bit. We can skirt around it. I wanted to talk to you about... Um, no, no, it's fine. We'll move on. No, 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 no. But not... This is genuinely another point. Um, I wanted to talk to you about the Daleks debuting Attack Formation 7, <laughs> which is basically yes. just blowing out the windows of a house. It's just all... Let's just shoot out all the windows of this house, which has an official Dalek plan in the, in the database or whatever. And they, there's no talking. It's not like you take yeah. top left, I'll take top right. Yeah, um, I quite like. <laughs> but that. they also go to maximum extermination, though, as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they turn up the dial. Yeah, yeah. So it kills them more. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> more does. death. That's the <laughs> like, thing, isn't it? You can't really turn up the dial on a bullet to the head, right? No. Like, <laughs> what does that? What does that mean? Maximum, like their regular extermination already kills someone instantly. Yeah. So what's maximum extermination? <laughs> well, explosive, I guess, but. Yeah, it, it, it double-deads them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Torch would go around maximum exterminating people. They do. They love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and I, right, this is something I wanted to talk to you about, because I think Wilf has the right idea, right? And I think... What, that, with the paint gun? With the paint gun, yeah. Because he's... Yeah. That's some great critical thinking for a man in a high-stress scenario, right? I've yeah. not got We've much We've seen that before. Have we, have we seen that before, where they take out the eye stalk of a Dalek? Have we seen that before? I'm pretty sure we have, yeah. I think it was in possibly the Series 1 finale. Um, with what? What do they take it out with? I don't know. They shoot it, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Maybe they. Maybe one of the, the people on Jack's little army shoots at it and it like yeah. goes a bit squinted or something. Or maybe it's Series 2 with one of the Daleks. I don't know. But we've definitely seen it. I'm almost certain we've seen that before. Yeah. Well, I, well and it obviously... That shows that Wolf has the right idea. Then he's like, <laughs> right, let's give this a go. Um, but then it kind of, what is that thing it can do? It can just melt the paint off? Yeah, it just like cooks it off or whatever. Yeah, it just sizzles. You could cook, yeah. cook, cook an egg on him. Um, <laughs> you could cook on a Dalek's fucking eye if you wanted to. <laughs> I don't think you'd want to. But... No, it probably wouldn't be too happy about it. It might maximum <laughs> exterminate me. Exactly. Um, but no, I love. Uh, you know, Rose does arrive to bail him out. Um, Rose blows the head off of the Daleks, and I loved, I loved seeing a Dalek get just shot out like this. I did have a thought during this moment. They're like, I don't know. I was just reminded of uh, the episode Dalek, where like Rose is like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, just, just like refusing to hurt that Dalek. It's just very like. It's not the one pointing the gun at me and all this sort of stuff. And and then just hard cut to this where she just blows it up without <laughs> second for. And I understand it's a little bit that Dalek had changed and stuff. The and circumstances it are different, yeah. Yes, but it's still very funny to me just to think about the difference between those moments. You could make a great edit cut there. Like You really could, yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's very funny. Um <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So um, Rose shoots out the Dalek, and I love, I love the little wanna swap from, from <laughs> Will. Yeah, very cute. Um, and then we get Sylvia, who like, I'll, I'll be honest, this is the only scene that I was. Like, I wish there was a bit more of this, right? I mm. wish there was a little bit. At least we we dug into this a bit more. But I understand it's it's more about what Rose is doing and everything else. But Sylvia finally learns that Donna is traveling with the Doctor, and 
she's out there with all the aliens and in space and Wilf kind of gives a, a very quick explanation as to where Donna is. Yeah. Um which I, which I I must have been mistaken, but I thought she already kind of got that vibe from the Suntaran episode. But I, I thought so too, because like you'd have more yeah. questions, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like after the Suntaran episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess not. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I guess not. But so yeah, I, I th- <laughs> this was something that I kind of wanted. This is the only moment that kind of let me down in retrospect, looking back at it, because like Sylvia's okay. whole deal is that mm. she berates Donna for not doing anything with her life. Yeah. And to find out that Donna's been doing far more than Sylvia could ever dream of doing with her own life is like, it's a pretty. And I know something comes in next episode, but like, yeah. it's a pretty big thing, isn't it, to think about? Like, you have more of a reaction to it. Yeah. So, I guess. So I don't know. I just, uh, do you know what I mean? I just kind of. No. Maybe if Donna was there, it'd be a different scene. Like,. I, I I don't. I guess I don't know what kind of point you're trying to make. Or just just a bit more of a thing. Like I, I, it's it's it feels like untapped potential for Sylvia's entire deal to be Donna doesn't do anything with her life, and then she finds out Donna's been traveling through time and space. Yeah, but like, I I, I guess the way I see it is like, to to you that's a big thing, yeah. and to me that's a big thing, and to Donna that's a big thing. Is that a big thing to Sylvia? I think traveling through time and space to anyone is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the <laughs> real world, like, yeah. oh, what you, you can't pay the bills with a TARDIS, no, but, Donna. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, I guess. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. Get out of my roof. Get out from under <laughs> me. Go, go and buy yeah. your own house. Yeah, I, I still don't think she'd see that as like as valuable as having a job and earning money. She'd think, oh, you're just laying about traveling through time and space or whatever laying about yeah 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 well, i mean wilf doesn't do her any favors by saying when she was at that like holiday resort planet midnight like yeah, could have exactly. named one of the times where donna liberated a slave race or something <laughs> no she's at a spa resort <laughs> yeah <laughs> it probably didn't do donna any good um yeah anyway um doctor and donna they finally get to the medusa cascade the doctor came there at a child as a child at age 90 yeah funny little joke which makes sense yeah it, it absolutely makes sense but it's one of them funny little lines of like, that would be really old for us <laughs> it would and the doctor was probably a lot older than 90 when they actually went there but that's a conversation for another time oh is that russell not understanding the time thing no that's a timeless child thing oh oh yeah oh god yeah yeah very true yeah anyway we so. can't talk about that no, we can't. Um, so they're at, they're at the end of the line. Ten does the ten <laughs> thing where he just kind of emotionally shuts off. Like he loses all his bravado and his charm. So cold. It, I, the, yeah. this, this is awful, I thought. A terrible like, show Donna from Ten. is yeah. having a full-on breakdown. Like, Doctor, what are we going to do? Like, she's so scared and he's just like... Silent treatment, I reckon. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna sit here and brood. I'm just gonna stand here and brood. Yeah, and and not be helpful at all. And you know what? I'm gonna s- sit here in silence and stay brooding for the next twenty minutes yeah. until I get a phone call, and then, <laughs> and then I'll jump into action. But until then, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. It's right? very, yeah. It's 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 a poor show from him. Right. Yeah. You have the responsibility. The onus is on you, time traveler. 
yeah right to get donna out of this scenario i'm just gonna sit here and sulk i reckon yeah or just like even if you've got nothing to do you still have the tardis be useful and go and land somewhere yeah go and land somewhere and try something else but when he's like yeah end of the line nothing (laughs) just immediately gives up yeah which is it's not very doctor-esque is it no it's a bit sulkish i don't like it but but that's 10 10 sulks (laughs) That is ten. He's a big idiot. He is. Um, what happens next? Is it? Is this where we get the subwave? Uh, yeah, but just before uh, the United Nations, there's a little. Gosh, you want to fucking go through every second of this? I episode, just think this is a good you, little man. bit. I, I like the United Nations <laughs> surrender to the Daleks. Over. Oh, okay. No, to be fair, that's a, yeah, that's that is, a kind that of a, a moment where you go, oh, fuck, yeah, we're we're yeah. In deep they've in literally taken over the planet in like hours, if yeah. that really, like. Yeah, yeah, that is quite a good moment to be fair. Yeah, but now that we've gone through the whole episode, as you said, uh, (laughs) let's move on to the point you were about to make. Um, Yeah, the Subwave Network, Harriet Jones is back. Harriet Jones is back. Harriet Jones, former former Prime Minister. Uh, Still love that joke. It's a great joke. It It, it genuinely is a good joke. It's funny every time. Yeah. Even the Daleks. (laughs) Yeah, it's brilliant. Even even the fucking Daleks are committed to the bit. And they they know who Harriet Jones is. That's great, man. My my wife was sat on the sofa not really paying half attention to it. Um, Mm. And as she often does, she'll find the the earlier era of Doctor Who a bit too silly for her taste. And she, 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 after like maybe the third... Uh, Harriet, uh, Harriet Jones, former Prime Minister. Yes, we know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> she, she joined in with her own, <laughs> but instead it was it was Harriet Jones, former Prime Minister, and my wife went, "I oh, fucking get it." <laughs> and I just think that would be funny if that was the real catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone I'll just gave it. up. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then Harriet Jones gets shot in the head. Yeah, I was just going to say, and then they shoot her in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we need to never cover Torchwood because every episode will just end and then someone got shot in the head. Yeah, that's good fun. Do you remember when that blowfish guy got shot in the head? <laughs> Genuinely does as well. Like it just the episode opens with them like chasing this alien and then Jack shows up and just shoots it in the head. Wait, there's 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 a there's a pretty pivotal scene um in one of the seasons where someone uh, I won't say who. Someone important gets shot, mm. and it's a pretty. Oh, I, know. I think I know. Who. Yeah, and then, but the person who shot that person, right? Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh my god, this person!" Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's just been shot and they're all panicking. And Jack just pulls out a gun. 
and shoots <laughs> the person that shot the other person yeah. point blank between the eyes. And you just yeah. see a hole created in his head and his eyes. You see the life go from his eyes and he falls backwards and Jack's like, right, now that that's settled. Maybe I don't know who you meant because I, I would have thought you was said she, but you said he, so I don't know who. Uh, they're both, they're both, the person that gets shot and the shooter are both men in this scenario. Okay, I was thinking of a woman, so I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of, oh, yeah, no, I, I know what yeah. you... No, yeah, you it's not that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's also very funny, though. Yeah, it is. Um, but, yeah, anyway, Martha is alive. Um, she's on the Subwave network. Basically, Harriet Jones makes a... a Harriet Jones invented Zoom. Yeah. Um, like, 12 years early, or whatever. And everyone's got remarkably good quality cameras. They do. For the era. Yeah. There's no, like, no one's on 480p. The, 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 no. the invasion and the subsequent surrendering of planet Earth hasn't led to any dips in the Wi-Fi, which is good. They got better cameras than we do. They do, yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, so everyone joins together. They're all on this. They're they're all on this uh, subwave network call. We got Torchwood. We got Sarah Jane. This is when they all kind of like meet each other, basically. Um, and they're like, "Oh, hello, you're handsome. Who are you? Oh, hello, you're you're Sarah Jane. Oh, hello. I, I'm Harriet Jones, former prime minister. I like this because it's like everyone fancies everyone. <laughs> it's really funny. Like, um, well, you don't get this yet, but Donna Donna ends up fancying Jack. Gwen thinks the yeah. doctor's a bit of a fee. Like, yeah. there's 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 all sorts. Like, uh, who else fancies someone? Oh, Jack fancies Sarah Jane. Yeah, it's all they're. Hang on, here it is. They're all rizzing each other up, Nathan. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except Great. Wilf. Wilf is banned from having a webcam because they're naughty. They are naughty. He's not allowed. No. On. Great. Great line. Um, I was so pissed off during this scene. Okay, right, go on. Do you want to know why? I got genuinely angry watching this scene. (laughs) Why? Do you want to know why? I do. Because when they're all connecting to the subwave network and then it's like, oh, the fourth person is having some trouble come through and Rose is like, oh, that's me, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And Uh, then Martha shows up and Rose goes, who's she? I'm like, what the fuck did you just (laughs) say? Don't you dare. (laughs) She is my queen, Martha Jones, all right? And then she was like, she was being like really salty throughout that whole scene. Yeah. She was, she was like, well, I fucking, I knew the doctor first. So was I, I knew him. And I'm like, shut up, Rose. All right. Fucking hell. Have you, have you seen that meme where like, it's someone in the corner of a party and they're like, I don't like this thing. And then a group of people and the one person turns around with a big thumb up at them. Yeah. And they just, ignore yeah. that's Rose in this scene. Rose is like, oh, I want to be part of the Subwave network. And everyone's like, all right. <laughs> no. Anyway. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there is a lot of sniping at Martha unnecessarily, isn't it? And just just Don't another like fun it, thing from the show of putting pitting these two women against each other for no reason whatsoever. I don't think it does that necessarily. It's just Rose not knowing who Martha is because she knows who Donna is and like she doesn't have a problem <coughs> or anything like that. And she just doesn't know who Martha is. And, like, I don't know. It's just... I, I'm, pro- I'm probably more defensive of Martha than I should be. <laughs> I'm, I'm just very defensive of Martha. Yeah. So, like, when, it, when Rose is just like, who's she? I'm like, well, she's my queen, first of all. You pipe down, Rose, right? We've got a lot of yeah. love for you, but Martha's been here a minute as well. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. It is, it is, it is frustrating, especially because Rose could be doing other cool things during this scene. Like, yeah, there, there could be other interesting moments. Like, it, Rose hasn't seen any of these people. Like, she hasn't seen Jack in fucking years. Yeah, that be. She hasn't seen Jack in a while. She hasn't seen Harriet Jones. Mm. Yeah, um, she hasn't seen Sarah Jane since School Invasion. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot she's even she's met Sarah Jane. Yeah. yeah. Um, she met them all except except Martha. So that's true. Yeah. Um, Harriet Jones stands by blowing up the Sycorax. Good on her, I think. Like, uh, I I yeah. think her reasoning checks. Like, <clears throat> sometimes the Doctor, like this moment again, even though they, he is there, but they don't really know it. Um, mm. It's it it holds up, right? Like, I know she, I know it was ethically a, not a great thing to do. Yeah, but like at the same time, it, 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 when you're put in a situation like that where you're not the doctor and you and the doctor's not around and you have to make a, a decision, but you, she didn't have to make the day was one. No, I know that I know the day was one, but she didn't know the day was one one. Well, like, she did though. No, she I, was saved. But she didn't trust that the day was saved, and I guess that's well, on her. Th- and like... that's the point. That's on her. <laughs> you know, that's the whole point. I know, but like, I don't know. I, I, all right. I tell you, what, maybe not so much the decision itself, but I like the fact that Harriet Jones, she hasn't come back with her tail between her legs. She's very much like, no, I was right, and I don't care if you think I was wrong. Yeah, like I'm here, and I'm the person dealing with this now. So, egg on your face. Yeah. Um. um... But uh, so they they use the subwave network to find the doctor, basically to call him into the game to join the call, um, which makes the subwave network then visible to the Daleks, so they're able to find her. Yes, and then they and then they kill her. Um, and and there's been a lot of talk. Is is she really dead? Did she escape? Russell likes to joke that she fell through uh, an escape hatch in the floor and then it drove off on a motorbike. Um, <laughs> You're right. Is that something he said? That's something he said, yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, she's dead. There's no there's no coming back from that, is there? She's she's dead. No, she's dead. Of course she's dead. Yeah, yeah, she's dead. And the reason, the reason that she's dead is because the camera shut off. Yeah. Right? And the camera shut off because they can't show <laughs> a, a friendly face that children have sympathised with just their lifeless body slumped to the floor. Like, you can kill extras, can. you can they kill... Can. No, you can kill soldiers, and you can They kill... kill the Doctor! Where do they kill the Doctor? In this very episode. Nah, they don't kill him, though, do they? He's on the floor, and he's all they right. They shoot him. Yeah, they shoot him, but it skims him, because he's the Doctor, and that's a new rule. Um, <laughs> I thought it was any part... We'll get to this. Right. <laughs> um, I like the subwave network. I like, I like the cool moments about it. Um... And I like that there's there's little Murray Gold is cooking with that that song that goes oh dun 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 you know that one mm, yeah that's a good one um, I like the coolness of um, Mr Smith's voice when he goes calling the doctor the doctor um, do you remember I can't remember what episode it was but I made a proclamation that any time a phone number a visible phone number appears on screen I will call it I wondered if you would go on what happens and I did I called this number today and do you know what happened Lawrence what. This this is not a real number. Please check and dial again or whatever. Uh, it's not it's real. always this is nothing. Yeah, there was. There was not, I don't know if it was ever a real number uh, or it's just a series of numbers they strung together. But maybe uh, it was every time he rung it, it redirected it to David Tennant's mobile phone. Maybe and he had that to would make perfect sense. To be honest, yeah. Um, but no, 
not a real number, not in service. I, so. That is that's always a shame. That's always, yeah. and it feels like it's inevitable as well. But it, it is always mm. a surprise. You always wish it could be something like a fun little joke on the other end of the calling line. the doctor. It's a great line. That very great line. Mm. Yeah, but it's not a great line, is it? It's not like well, but it's a cool moment. Um, do you think it's a little one-trick pony of Russell to have the solution be that millions of people across the world reach out to the Doctor all at once again? A bit, yeah. <laughs> it is a bit. I didn't notice it until today, but I was like, huh, we, yeah. that's what we did last time. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has pulled that one out of the bag before, but you know, whatever. It's it fine. is what it is. Um, it's, not as, it's not as egregious and in-your-face as last time. It's not... <laughs> The whole world's worshipping him as a god, so he turns into a blue force ghost or whatever, yeah. you know? Imagine if he sat there just moping with Donna in the TARDIS. And yeah. then he, all of a sudden he just starts glowing blue and he's like, oh, fuck. What's going on <laughs> here? again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This this again, is it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I I tell you what I do like, though. When the phone finally gets through to the Doctor, um, mm. and it's, it's, it's quite amusing, the way that David Tennant just goes, phone! Phone! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then slams a stethoscope on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's Doctor Who, isn't it? That's just dumb. That's just very stupid. That's very dumb. It. But he connects to the Subwave network. He's able to join. Uh, obviously, Harriet Jones is dead at this point. Does he ever find out it was Harriet Jones who set it up? I don't think so. No, never knows. No, Maybe I'll... someone tells him later. But... Oh, I think, uh, yeah, I think that next, I think next week. Maybe. Um, but dead now. Anyway. Um, Mr. Yeah, so Smith he joined... is steaming, Nathan. What? <laughs> Mr. Smith is steaming away. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Is this relevant to the point of the Doctor joining the Subwave Network call? <laughs> well, yeah, because he's steaming away to make the connection, but he's... I like Mr. Smith's puffing... I, just, look, I love Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith is one of my favourites. <laughs> right, And I think he's cool, and when he's working hard, I think it should be fairly noted. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? I don't know. Go on. All right. So anyway, yeah. as I was saying, yeah. he joins the Subwave Network call, um, uh, and yeah, this is when he's he's able to see the Torchwood. Although he's he's not, he sees a shot of Jack. And he's like, oh, that must be the Torchwood team, but it's it's just Jack. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that must be the Torchwood team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, hadn't... <laughs> <laughs> I like Jack's moment of like, it is supposed to be set up as like a nice reunion. And Jack's mm. like, Jack's almost pissed off. Like it, it, Jack's smile turns into like a frown. He goes, where the hell have you been? Yeah. <laughs> Just, fun little moment. It is a fun little moment. What happens here? You get Rose looking a bit sad. I, I like the, the, the everyone but Rose line is very sad. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you don't think so? Well, no, he's sad, but he's a little bit hopeful at the same time, because he's, like, he's thinking of Rose, isn't he? That's true. Like, and Rose hears it, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she, she, like, knows that he's he's thinking about her, so... Mm. So, yeah, that's true. But the uh, the hopefulness is, 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 is short-lived, because someone interrupts the... the uh, someone interrupts the Zoom call. Yeah, Davros... Uh, hijacks it, yeah. and then everyone's like, "Oh, it's Davros," and he's like, and then "Look Davros at is like, my flesh! Look at me! I'm 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 Davros or whatever." Yeah, and he pulls apart his his little costume, and he's like, "Look at my oh yeah, he body. does yeah yeah because he, he like he made 
the Daleks from his cells or whatever. So he's like, he's got no body left or whatever. So it's pretty fucking gross. It's gross and it looks great. It's like design wise, it looks really fleshy and gooey and that like something about that skeleton. Yeah, just yeah, feels. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck it's still standing. (laughs) Like, Uh, what the? I think there's something about the 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 Dalek. Like the chair he's in, like it's it's life support, isn't it? Oh, it holds him all together. Doesn't yeah, it? okay. it's a it's a life support system for him, like kind of like Vader esque sort of thing. Oh, I see. Okay, so he could never leave yeah. it, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know to be honest. But he does, I don't think he has any legs at this point. Anyway, I don't think he has any legs because yeah, that we probably you know, makes sense. Yeah, because when we see him later and. Like, I mean, like, down the line, not, like, next week. He's, yeah, like, yeah. the doctor, like, pushes him out of his chair. And he's, like, I've got no legs. <laughs> the doctor steals his chair. Seems like a nasty thing to do. <laughs> it does, to be honest. Yeah. Especially with <laughs> additional context now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, very much so. Anyway. Um, <laughs> right, I tell you what. While we're talking about Davros, bang a line. Your voice is different, and yet its arrogance is unchanged. Yes. Great line. Yes, absolutely great line, and I love that. Like, you kind of see, and and this is what you're saying about it helping that Sarah Jane is a classic companion because you just see her mm. go, oh. like how scared she was of the Daleks a minute ago. Now Davros is here as well. She's like, oh fuck, like she she was there in Davros's creation, not uh, the the Daleks' creation. Sorry, is that uh, with Tom Baker or? Tom Baker, Genesis of the Daleks. That's right. Yeah. yeah, one of the most famous Doctor Who serials, and um, one of one of the few I have seen. And very good. I haven't seen I Genesis. Of the, I haven't seen most. You of haven't the seen any of them. You haven't seen any of them. No, I've seen. Well, oh, there's one that I've seen. I've ju- I've seen one, and okay. it, it was a Tom Baker one, but I can't remember. Like, it did, and this was years ago, and I watched it like in parts on YouTube. Okay. And watched his loose as well. Like I was like, "What's this about?" And probably scrubbed through it. Yeah. So, anyway, I've seen loads of Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm well qualified to be here. Um, sure. But no, it's he tells the the Doctor the story of how they're around. So, like I said, he opens his he opens his thing up. But he we we touched on this earlier. But uh, Dalek Khan basically zapped himself back in the time war. <laughs> he yes. emergency temporal shifted himself. Um, and it's not Doctor's like it's. That you can't do that. It's time locked. Nope, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it's vague, isn't it? It it's, is vague. Yeah, yeah. Like, first of all, what does time locked even mean? Yeah. Um. Second of all, um. You know, it's whatever. it's not like we don't feel short changed that we could have visited it because we've seen what it yeah. did to Dalek Khan. Well, yeah, he didn't end up in a. It didn't turn out great for him. Yeah, it's not it's, like it was without risk. <laughs> it's completely fried the guy's mind, and he, he's you know he's hanging on by a thread, basically. Yeah, but yeah, dude is insane. But again, great, great design. I love him like waggling his little tentacles around and laughing, and oh, it's, <laughs> it's so. And, and I also just love the the design. It's like it's it's reminiscent of the like the mutated dalek design we saw in uh, the series one episode dalek but it's like obviously not as grim and mutated and stuff and it's like mm. wiggling around i think it's moving a little bit more and stuff it's it looks good it's the, it looks yeah, great, the, the tentacles all flailing everywhere when he laughs yeah. like it's very yeah it's very cool 
the, really uh, cool the, stuff. The season one one was more like in pain and slow and felt old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dying. I yeah. am. Yeah. Um, and he predicts death, everlasting death for the most faithful companion. Um, L is all I'll say. Yeah, L, yeah. And not true. Um, Hence the L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just, just took a... Um, <laughs> yeah. Lawrence, spoiler alert. Anyway, um, where next, Lawrence? Jack dips out of Torchwood. Great, yeah. He gets his he gets his code working again. He gets his uh, fucking his um, vortex manipulator working. Off he goes, um, which I think is actually a cool moment because isn't this where like the because the the subwave network has been transferred to Torchwood? Yes, that means it's now visible to the Daleks. Um, Jack isn't really paying attention to this, and he's like, "Oh, I'm off. I'm off to go see the doctor again. It'll be good fun and adventures." Mm. Yanto and Gwen realize this. And they're like, fuck, the dark's coming here. Mm. Um, all right, let's get ready, I guess. Yep. And then Jack's like, I'm off to see the doctor. See you later. You Have fun, guys. Even under different circumstances, right? just take them with mm. you. Like, they they know what they're doing. They can shoot people in the head. Like yeah, yeah, I guess. Because but... we've seen the Vortex Manipulator carries three. Yeah, it can do. But they've not been on Doctor Who before, so they... That's true, yeah. They haven't earned the right to be the Doctor yet. That's true. And that's a lot of people to have in yeah. Journey's End as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, it, I do like that he's kind of nonchalant about it. He's kind of whisked away with the idea of being like, more adventures with the Doctor. I just I just really like the scene of like just Gwen being, just not telling him, just being brave and just being like, yeah. go, we'll be fine and stuff like that. And yeah, well, let's not spoil it, but they... I mean, they have a. It's in a couple of seconds anyway, but they have a great moment where they just like, they yeah. they know that they torture would have one game and it's shooting people in the head. Um, yeah. And when it won't work, Gwen's like, ah, got to give it a go. Um, and I like that. They're, they're, like I know we joke about them shooting <laughs> everything in their head, but the line she has about you know like I'm, if I'm going out, I'm going out fighting. And then yeah. she says some other people that we won't spoil here unless we already spoil it. We might have already spoiled it. If not, we've certainly spoiled it on a previous episode. Yeah, that's but, true, yeah. Well, but, still. Um, she has a nice line that references something that Torchwood viewers will have appreciated. Um, yes. Which was cool. Um, Rose <clears throat> asks Control to lock on to the TARDIS uh, with a lo- yep. another teleport shift. Makes sense to me. Yep, fair enough. Um, and <laughs> Well, no, you said it earlier. It's probably either a different um, Torchwood or, or Magumbo. It's Torchwood. Yeah, so there you are. Um, and then, yeah, we're kind of, this is, well, let, let's talk about it, because it's, I don't think any of us were expecting this scene. What a shock. Um, Kind of a sudden end to David's tenure. All right, shut up. Um, <laughs> the... So the the Doctor and Donna are able with the subwave network and that sort of stuff. They're able to land back on Earth. Oh, by the way, fun little moment where the Doctor's talking to Davros and he's just like, "I've got one thing to say to you, bye," <laughs> which was uh, very fun. I enjoyed that fun, quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> just just very just a very fun tenth Doctor mannerism. Yeah. I think just the, deflect, that deflect, sarcastic. Deflect. Yeah, deflect, deflect. But that's sarcastic. By it's, it's very good stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so they managed to get back to to get onto Earth and stuff. 
Um, and it's it's I will say this street is very well dressed. It's very like um, yeah, apocalyptic and like uh, like you know, like zombie apocalypse sort of thing. Like cars and mm. in the street and, and we we get this. the tiniest hint of what that is as well. Like it's because there's a, we see them earlier kind of cataloging everyone, yeah, and all the humans and it's it, it, you know we got the gross sense that it was them taking inventory of prisoners. Mm. Um, but we find out here that, like, I think it's, um, uh, I can't remember who says it. I think uh, it might have been the doctor that says it. It might have become a bit later when Jack says it, but they're, they're taking the people for off for a reason. Mm. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. Someone says it's quiet and it's revealed that they're they're taking the people off and they don't know why. Um, yeah, which I is, know why. Which is why. So I, I too know why. <laughs> I've okay, seen the cool. next episode. I have too. Not in a while, but I've seen it. Yeah, it's been a while for um, me too, to be fair. Lauren, shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> they, so uh, Doctor asks Donna, like, you know, when using that parallel world of Rose, what did she say? What Any clues, any any hints or anything like that? And just this beautiful moment where, like, Donna can see a look past her, his shoulder. And he's like, oh, why don't you ask her yourself? And then we turn around and we get this beautiful piece of music by murray gold so good like uh i think it's rose's theme i think um just subtly coming in on the keys and it's like you know, i was giving rose shit earlier for the way she was treating my queen martha <laughs> yeah yeah and and I, I and i wouldn't say i'm a, a 10 rose shipper necessarily like i'm not the like i i i understand it and i i do recognize that they do love each other i'm not like anti ten rose or anything like that it's just not like my personal favorite ship in doctor who yeah but i cannot deny my, just how my fucking... personal favorite ship is um elton shut the fuck up <laughs> shut the fuck up now okay I w- whatever joke about a spaceship or whatever you're doing there it's been done to death and it's not funny okay <laughs> No, it wasn't even that. You missed it. What? I said it was Elton and his favourite slab of concrete. Oh, okay. I see. Well, even still, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yours was better anyway. I should have named the cool spaceship. <laughs> yes. Damn. Um, yeah, it, it's just a, just a genuinely beautiful moment. Like, I, I, like, no matter my feelings, like, again, I may not be the biggest fan of Ten Rose as a ship, but I... I, I can't deny, like they do love each other, mm. and it and it is heartwarming to see just that smile on his face as as they and and as well as they let him run towards him and run towards her in full David Tennant speed. You know, they they I don't know if you've seen like the confidential behind the scenes of it, but they yeah. they purposefully like set up a, a quad bike, the camera on a quad <laughs> bike beside him, so they could let him run. Because there are some scenes in Doctor Who where you see him running and you're like, that seems a little bit slow. I reckon you can run faster yeah, than that. Go but quicker, like, David Tennant. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's got to like accommodate the camera and stuff, you know? Yeah. But but yeah, they let him properly just fucking go for it and you really can see him like sprinting towards that street and it's, it's a beautiful moment. Imagine what Billy Piper sees filming that scene. Just a, a manic David Tennant sprinting at you at full pace. Just beaming like an yeah. idiot. Yeah. Quite scary. <laughs> I would scary? Well, was so scary? Sweet. Oh, yeah, but I don't think he can stop. I think he'd just sprint <laughs> through me. <laughs> no, he's not. He would have... If he could, he would have uh, picked her up into his arms. Oh, I bless. Yeah, it's true. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. No. But he, he doesn't get the chance to do that, Lawrence. No, he doesn't. He is. He is caught. There is a, a very cut down. Yeah. He's. A, there's an ill-timed Dalek that emerges from the shadows. Um. And it's I, so cruel. This scene is so fucking cruel, man. <laughs> it really is. It Russell has been is like so much to do this. And that Russell is like, I'm going to give them everything they want and then make it hurt even more, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to pull it away from them at the last second. Like, but that's, it's it's so mean. That's his strength, though, isn't it? Like, he's good at going, mm. ah, you thought, nah, there we go. Almost giving you what you want and then Yeah, and then, and then inadvertently giving you. you a better scene for it, I think. Like, well, mm, no, because it's well, all over the shop, isn't it? Like, you, they're, they're, what this, what the Doctor getting shot leads to is a million things, right? Like, yes, like the like the regeneration coming. Donna doesn't know what it is. Jack's only just got there too. There's a Dalek on the loose. Rose goes, I don't want another Doctor. I want you. But but does a million things mean better? No, but it it, it does expand the narrative potential. It expands the options. It does, yeah. But Look, I'm saying it would have been nice to see him have a kiss and have a, you know, a, a reunion. And they do get would that. I kissed? think it's 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 a nice when you know ten because ten gets shot down, right? He gets. A, I guess they're not using extermination or maximum extermination on this one. No, I think they are. He's, I just think he's stronger. He's time lord, isn't he? That's true. I mean, we've seen we've seen the Doctor get stone cold deaded before it's all over the place yeah it's true yeah yeah what am i trying the, to do? these rules are all over the place mate <laughs> it does it does skim him it like goes because normally it yeah, turns it, like, the whole hits, body it, yeah yeah it hits his side yeah. yeah it's like the equivalent of getting shot in the shoulder like it will take you down but you'll go you'll survive it, well, it does it does kill him uh, yeah that's not, true actually yeah to be fair it does kill him it's just not instant you know like, it does trigger his regeneration that is true so, yeah yeah that is very true yeah, yeah, I hadn't really. So it is a fatal blow, but it's just he's got a bit of time. <laughs> Can you know? imagine being that Dalek and going going back to base? <laughs> I know it gets blown up, but like imagine a scenario where <laughs> I killed, the, I shot the, <laughs> yeah, doctor. I shot the doctor, and then the doctor comes back and he's still the tenth doctor, and they're like, "You fucking bullshit!" Like, you, <laughs> you and he's like, "No, I did, I did, I did." <laughs> he didn't get to that. Jack fucking instantly blew that kind of up. Yeah, Jack, and and I will say, like Jack, <laughs> Jack. Those reflexes are so quick on Jack that somehow he, before he even landed, he, was in- he, he knew where to aim. Well, like the second he landed, he pulled that trigger. <laughs> Talking about Torchwood showing up and shooting him in the head, man did not hesitate. Like as soon as he landed, his finger was on that trigger. He's like, I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm going to be leaving. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he's just there, just ready, just as soon as he landed, just in case, just to. <laughs> Just but he was already like pointing right in the right direction and everything. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It was perfectly aimed. Yeah, fuck you know. Yeah, Jack. Well, he's he's well trained. He's had a hundred plus years of doing it, hasn't he? So Good thousands, I think, at this point, isn't he? Oh yeah, probably right. Yeah, yeah. A couple of well, a season or two of Torchwood. In. No, probably like two. Yeah, two seasons of Torchwood. In must have been. Yeah, thousands of years. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. The, yeah. Two seasons have come out, not three. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think the third season is Children of Earth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... and It's been a while since we've been able to speak about this, obviously. Um, Um. But I remember having a similar uh, point of contention uh, at the end of season one. I think the Doctor 
is useless at preparing his friends for regeneration. <laughs> right. Donna okay. has no fucking clue. If Rose wasn't there and Jack mm. wasn't there, Donna would be like, what the fuck is mm. happening? I think I might have said this to you during the season one discussion as well. Yeah. But I I don't think he needs to. And I'm, I'm with the doctor on this. Like, why would you want to talk about that? No, not to talk about it, but why, like, as why, a friend, why do you'd you prepare need... them, wouldn't you? Uh, it's like people no, write a will. I'd put it off. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make it right. I'm just saying it is, but I'd put it off. I understand why the doctor does put it off. But are you are you like as soon what, as soon as you're friends with someone, you'd be like, so look, one day I might get killed. And then I'm going to be a different person. I think, given that every single day with the Doctor tends to be life or death stakes, you would mention it. We know that the Tenth Doctor plays his cards very close to his chest anyway. He's a very close-off person yeah. in terms of his, like how he's actually feeling and stuff. And we know his issues with vanity, Exhibit A. We will say next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. But, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I quite enjoyed Matt Smith's no, do debut. I. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um but but yes, um uh, yeah, he has he Tenth Doctor has a lot of issues. Look, if ever where there was a doctor that needed to go to fucking therapy, alright? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, then look well, first of all, all of them. But you know <laughs> and I think that point is proved by what happens to the fourteenth doctor as well. I mean, yeah, that that is true. Yeah. Yes. So, like, he he's a very closed off person, and and I and I feel like he he just wouldn't want to. As soon as like he becomes friends with someone, he wouldn't want to just have that conversation because we already know how he feels about it as well. He's not keen. Like, on he's it. not. No, he's not the biggest fan of the idea, is he? Not particularly. No. And when it comes around, he does throw his toys out of the pram. We'll a t- we'll bit. see. Look, we'll talk about. Uh, next week yeah but yeah um i i i think we've spoken about this privately um what i th- i still think and i'm still all for the idea of a shock regeneration what is in audience not knowing as in the audience not knowing yeah as in a well-kept no, plot th- narrative secret like most plot points are in tv shows i think we might have spoken about this on the pod um I think so, but I'm against it. No, I, I like the idea of getting a chance to like say goodbye to them. And yeah, but do you remember? Do you remember this week? Do you, uh, yeah, I the, do. The, yes. No, not not this last week. The week that this came out, <laughs> this episode. I do. I went on holiday the day after this episode came out. Did you? All right. Well, you might not have seen all the papers then. But right, this was a fucking manic week, right? There was not like mm. it was front page news across every newspaper. Who is the new doctor? No, it wasn't. It fucking well was. There is no, it wasn't. It fucking well was. I'm, I am telling you now, it hundred percent. It was news. Was, it was. Big I news. am no. I I do not care. I am not living in a world where a storyline and Doctor Who was front page on the fucking right. sun the day after this episode airs. You are living in a world... You're telling me The Guardian printed on its front page <laughs> that 
the doctor is regenerating. Are you are you seriously saying that to me, Nathan? It is big news, right? And yes, and... but you just said headline the front page of every newspaper. Right, but not every fucking newspaper, but some newspapers, right? No. Oh, you're nuts, right? Because this was a massive fucking deal. Think about Doctor Who in its fucking heyday, right? This was this was this was like height of its viewing figures, right? Doctor Who. No, it wasn't. It... No, it wasn't. That was fiftieth anniversary. Oh, fuck you. You know what I mean. At the, up until this... All right, sh- sorry. Should the show have gone, we can't cover this because the Doctor Who's going to be bigger in five years. We'll wait then to put it on the news. That was the peak. This, <laughs> Doctor, <laughs> right, this was a massive point of the show's popularity, right? It was some, yeah, Saturday night primetime telly. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying it's it's not on the front page of every newspaper the next day because it wasn't. It, I mean, it, it was on the newspapers that I saw that at least came out that week. And and it was a big thing. It was it was absolutely a big thing. I think you 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 might have seen it on the cover of a Radio Times, and then in your head it's expanded to every single newspaper in the country. I'm going to find but, those newspapers. Not right now, but uh, I will find them. Well, please let me know whenever you do. And next week we can discuss these newspapers, <laughs> right? But you, <laughs> right, right. Why don't you like the idea of a shock regeneration then? Because it's awful. Why is it awful? Because it's what's the point of it? It's that's just for shock value's sake. If you're doing things for shock value, you're doing them for the wrong reason. I don't think it's a... No, but like most narrative plot points in most TV shows don't get announced ahead of time. Like... Yeah, that's true. So how is this any different? Because... I know I understand they want the actor to do a press run, and I get that, but you can still say your hellos and your goodbyes, right? Like, if I hadn't known that... Um, I don't want to. I can't talk about stuff in the present, right? Or, or like the the stuff that's not past or past this point. But like, there's been like the episode wouldn't be changed. The Doctor would still get a goodbye speech. I'm not talking about it happening as sudden as it happens in this episode. You still get your goodbye. You still get your monologue. You still get the speech. Yeah, but you're in, you're unprepared for it then. Ah, oh, but that's how most like. I know this is not a great example, but like. Heights of Game of Thrones season one, Ned Stark getting his head chopped off. It's supposed to leave you like, oh, fuck, that just happened. Again, I would say when it comes to Game of Thrones, deaths for shock value are not good. No, Ned Stark's death in Game of Thrones launched the entire plot. But there is a lot of Game of Thrones, which is like shock values and i and i agree with that but like these i wouldn't say like that these are all circumstantial right i'm saying that the death in doctor who was exactly the same it just wasn't announced in the papers like fucking two months before it happened like um no i i i think with doctor who you have a lot of people who care very much about these characters and specifically about the doctor mm -hmm. you have a lot of people who um, who are attached, you know, people have their favourite Doctors and everything like this, and I think it's kind of unfair to just suddenly drop that, you know, if if this is your favourite Doctor, then just suddenly, gone, sorry, see you later. I just think that's a little unfair, really, and just for the sake of shock value, uh, I wouldn't... I, I wouldn't really want that. Like, I... Matt, I've said Matt Smith is, is my personal favourite Doctor, and I... I, I was glad I had the the notice and the build up to his final episode because it meant first of all 
throughout all the episodes because I knew it was coming. It could be a celebration of that doctor, yeah, you know, yeah. and you can enjoy that and you can, you know, celebrate his uh, or hers there, um, you know, their fun moments throughout the series and stuff. And you do get a chance to 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 relive some of that and enjoy what you like about the character. But then you're you're kind of ready to to say goodbye and to move on to to what's next i think with with uh, a shock regeneration there's a danger of then being um uh not very welcoming to whoever comes next as well Uh, yeah i can see a danger of that yeah which i don't think should ever be the case in doctor who yeah, I, this I do see what you're saying. I do get it. I just think like <clears throat> I don't know. I just for me, it's always seemed weirder that they announce it ahead of time. Like it's just because that's well, not- they have to for a number of reasons because otherwise it would just be revealed in the fucking press anyway when they see them filming it. Oh yeah, but like not as early as like 2008. Like that. That wasn't happening then. Like this scoop culture. No, it stuff was. was there, it there was a lot of stuff that leaked through film, street filming stuff when Doctor Who in 2000. Fucking hell, I was watching Confidential. They were filming the scene where David got shot for a Dalek just in front of a crowd. <laughs> they were just behind the barriers, just watching it. <laughs> just as just the crowd on the Cardiff Street just watched the Doctor die. And this is like fucking like six months before the episode comes out. Yeah, but like, does that does that? information leave cardiff like or does it like yes uh, yeah but it, it, does, it doesn't spread as far and wide as one hour on twitter could do now like it's not well no because we're in a very different landscape yeah yeah now uh but yeah i, it, I, I do still, i see your points was... I, I do i get what you're saying i just think it'd be it'd be interesting to see i think it could come with pros and cons mostly cons i i just i'm not a fan of shock value writing i just i think it's it's shallow and empty and i don't like it but stuff that's I've, just like that's just plot happening in a tv show though isn't it it's not it's no it's not it's it's if there's it's not because there's a difference between stuff happening with reasons behind it and having motivation rather than just oh wouldn't it be cool if they didn't see this coming and it actually not having any substance behind it other than no, the but, idea to do it because it's cool and shock value. But you're making this up in your head that this this would be the case. Like the, the, I'm saying, but your three generations though, would be exactly the same as they are now. We just wouldn't know about it through a press release a couple of months prior. Like, it, but your whole argument for this is that it would be cool to not know the shock value of it. Well, yeah, just because I prefer not to know what's going to happen in a TV show before I watch it. Like that's, but that's just that's spoiler stuff anyway. That's just media in general like i don't want to go into a film when that i know the ending of like i understand in doctor who it is different because it's a changing of protagonist and it does provide a little bit of thing but like for example watching the giggle and i there's different circumstances that made me like surprised in different ways but like watching the giggle i was just there the entire time being like he's gonna die or he's gonna something's gonna happen like he's not i know that he will lose at some point in this battle like Mm. did you know what i mean that that element of it i would i would love that to not be there all i can say to you is don't watch doctor who (laughs) i can't even i have to do this show (laughs) because no i i no i just i i never want a regeneration to be because i tell you what because every time 
they they do like a fake out regeneration, which has happened a few times. Yeah, where like, oh, the doctor's dying, he's regenerating. And, you know, that's definitely not what happens here. It's a full on pure regeneration. Obviously, but yeah, every yeah. time they do do a, f- a fake regeneration, I get so fucking anxious, and I'm like. I don't like this. I hate this. What's going on? I, I want more time with my doctor. What the fuck is happening? See, that, I think that's where we differ. I love that feeling of uncertainty and having no idea what's coming next. Like, You're a horrible person. No, I love that. I, lo- I absolutely love it. Look, all right, I tell you what. You, you are a horrible person. Right in. Let us know. What would you prefer? We want to see it in your emails and your tweets. Just add a little extra on, yes, I'd love to see a, uh, a surprise regeneration or no, I'd hate that. I want. I'm genuinely curious. I just think, what's what's the point? I, I don't see any plus sides to it. I think it'd be cool. Other than other than the fact that we don't, you know, we don't know the Doctor's going to read. But again, that just makes it worse for me. That's not a good thing. See, I, I'm trying to think of like a, another one-to-one counterpart. But like, imagine you watch a normal TV show, but I told you that in three seasons that show, that, that character's going to die on this episode. It's different though, because... They're not... The character doesn't die. This version of them does. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But also... I don't know. Doctor Who's just a different show. It's, yeah. It's, it's baked into it that it that it is that it does change and that this character does change. It, if anything, it's just like watching The Crown. And this is a little bit different. But like watching mm. The Crown for two series... And fucking liking Claire Foy, but knowing that when Series 3 comes around, she's going to be played by Olivia Coleman. Yeah, I, I get, that's probably the closest counterpart to it, I guess, isn't it? Like, it's not really a spoiler, is it? Like, we know this is the case. Yeah, I guess because it's not about the character's fate. But, but the, I guess my argument there, and we've gone on too long about this, but like, I guess my argument there would be like, nothing happens to the Queen, the Queen just gets older. No, but we know fair. if the Doctor regenerates, it's because the Doctor was killed. But we know that's going to happen anyway. We know Time Lords have yeah, this true. fucking ability. We know that they regenerate and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I, maybe, I guess. Maybe yeah. if I'm going into Doctor Who completely blind from 1963 <laughs> onwards, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Maybe then, sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. But that's not the case, you know? We know that they regenerate. We know he. Uh, we know they have this ability to regenerate. So just, yeah, just doing it. For shock value, it's just it's boring to me. All right, fair enough. Um, anyway, good luck, Doctor, Jack says. Good luck, Doctor. That's that's another one of our quotes. A- we say that a lot to each other. <laughs> I missed it the first time, and I rewound it back because we, my, me and my wife were talking, and I was like, hang on, you didn't hear this bit. And <laughs> I, I went back 10 seconds. I need to I appreciate like, this moment. Yeah, and it's so nothing. I don't know why that's a quote that's stuck with us. I don't even think Jack's on screen when it's said. <laughs> He's he's like vaguely, he's like half on screen. Yeah, it's yeah, not his shot. <laughs> no, it's like a wide shot. Yeah, hard this console. <laughs> but yeah, we we always say good luck, doctor. Good luck, doctor. To each to other. Each, yeah, I don't know why we do that. Yeah. But it's it's just a quotable thing that we do. It's just one of those things that stuck around. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. He's regenerating. He's regenerating, and then we get the big two. Oh yeah. Continued. The big 3D to be continued block text. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. So, they wanted those so, views. I mean, yeah, they're, they're really like driving up like the cinematic nature of this, aren't yeah. they? The, yeah, very, very odd. 
um, and just completely breaks like the slow of like the music and everything. <laughs> but, oh, it absolutely does. But you know, I like it. It's cool. And uh, no next time trailer. Yeah, I, I, not, I hung not, around not for even it. And I was like, end. oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> literally nothing. Which you know, fair play. But they don't they don't want to debut play. Matt Smith in a trailer. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and I've got a great episode with him to come. Um, but yeah, so it ends on the Doctor regenerating, and I guess we'll just have to see what happens next week. I guess we'll have to see. Um, yeah. Nathan, should we do Weirdo of the Week? I would love to do that, Lawrence. Weirdo of the Week! Weirdo! Sorry, I was reading. <laughs> I was thinking he was just closely admiring me. Nathan was just intensely staring down his camera. No, I wasn't. I was reading something. <laughs> um, th- this is every fucking hell. What's going on, man? This- these episodes. That- Look, I'm sorry, but these are getting too long. It's, it's episodes- kind of outrageous at this point, uh, isn't it? <laughs> the- um, this is everyone's favorite section of the show where we get to take a chance to look back on some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week. Uh, this week, I am going to ask you who <laughs> is your weird that you were celebrating this week, Lawrence? That's the guy who bricks the dalek um, all right yeah of course yeah so he bricks the dalek i, I loved i just love the false confidence on this man to be like i'm not having yeah. this and then he like, they don't make he doesn't make a run for it he doesn't like get his 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 wife and his child to safety like he kind of just goes it's two kids has he got two kids yes yeah, two. It's no wife two kids nice no, he's, he's definitely there's definitely a wife there no that's his daughter she was like 12 I swear he had a wife. No. Because I, I swear kids. he says, like, someone grab the kids, get back in the house. No, I think mean, he just says to the kids, get back. I'm almost. I need to go back now. Go to the tape for weirdo. I need to. But I'm almost certain it's two kids. I'll tell you what, it's difficult to tell. Uh, what, from the viewing standpoint? Yeah. Because it could be a teenage daughter, but it could also be his wife. So I'm. I. I this girl could be anywhere from 15 to 40. Maybe this guy's a weirdo for all the wrong reasons. Um, all right. I always thought it was his daughter, but now I'm not sure that you've said this. It very much could be his wife and son. I'm looking at it now, it probably is his wife, actually. It, look, either way, right, the, it, it, he doesn't have a plan for his family. He just goes, get back in the house. I mean, you heard it. If anything, saying. he kills them. Yeah, Yeah, he dooms them. For no reason. Yeah. He just goes, get back in the house. And like, like, what do they do? Just go in and sit on the sofa and think the Daleks will go, oh, fair, fair's fair. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I guess we've got, we've got nothing Let's to leave say them alone then, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's just an insane level of, like, misplaced confidence. So he is, yeah. he is a big weirdo to me. All right. Fair enough. Nathan, who is your weirdo? My weirdo, Lawrence, is Sarah Jane Smith. <laughs> okay, right. Go on. <laughs> is it for having a fizzy this? pop son? Well, that is part of it, first of all. Okay. She does have a fizzy pop son. Um and when the when she first hears the the Daleks coming over the uh the speakers or whatever and and she gets a little bit scared because she knows what the Daleks are like, she immediately starts referring to her son in the past tense. As in like he's already dead in her mind. She immediately oh, says yeah. he was so young. 
and, and hugs Luke while she's crying. Like, to her, he's already dead. And, like, I know that's kind of the point, but it's also just a little bit weird that she's already talking about him in the past tense while he's very much alive and she's hugging him. Yeah, it, it, um, I guess it doesn't instill any confidence in him. No! He's probably he's just like, like oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. I'm only, I'm only one years old. <laughs> yeah. This isn't fair. Yeah, so as far as Sarah's concerned, her son's already dead. Yeah. That is... Yeah, that's pretty nuts. That's pretty wild. Not great parenting yeah. from Sarah Jane. No, I think she's all right otherwise. Did you know that the first episode of Sarah Jane Smith is actually not the first episode? It's apparently a special. It is, yeah. It was a... I think it was a New Year's Day special. It's weird, no? Because I remember watching it like six months or something before the show actually came out. It's a weird way to premiere a show. I guess. Unrelated. Anyway, Nathan, uh, this is the part of the show where we get to hear what the good people think, right? Nathan has um, compiled a list of tweets and a list of emails that we have received. Uh, what we do is Nathan tweets out on our Twitter at StillGotLegsPod uh, what episode we're going to be talking about. Uh, and you can have your say. You can email us uh, at uh, the email is stillgotlegspodcast at gmail.com or you can respond to the tweet, let us know your thoughts on the episode and we're going to hear what the good people have to say right now. And you don't have to listen to this. Yeah. You can, you're more than welcome to call it a day, leave, uh, scrub forward to the ad. Oh, fuck, we didn't do the ad. Um, <laughs> I keep forgetting that. <laughs> anyway, um tweets first uh this is from batoffy pie at that toff uh one of my favorite dalek intros elizabeth sladen shines whenever she's on screen plus one of the best cliffhangers up to that point at to top it off there was no preview of the following episode i was watching torchwood and sarah jane adventures at the time and this felt like the avengers <laughs> it's just a shame the following episode uh torchwood and sarah jane crew don't have anything to do uh, would have been great to see a special torture dep of them helping people in Cardiff defend against the Daleks. Missed opportunity just to seal those characters off. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. an episode of like a Torchwood where they actually do deal with this would have been quite cool. But uh, yeah, because I, I like because we could see this, but with more effing and jeffing. <laughs> yeah, and shooting people in the head <laughs> and shooting people in the head. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it like on their show. I think it's because they wrote it into Doctor Who that they were like. I don't want to spoil it for next week, but like the Torchwood team are pretty confined. So it's, I understand mm. why they're not doing much in journey's end, but it would be, yeah, it is a, it is a missed opportunity. I'm not sure how much Luke could do by himself. Well, maybe quite could come around with his mum. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> with his mum, that's safe. His mum, Clyde yeah. and his mum are safe. Yeah. I think K9 out of the cupboard with a black hole in it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. K9 could lend a hand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we could finally get some use out of K9. Um, yeah. I, no, I'd, I'd like to see that. It is a bit of a missed opportunity that they didn't just kind of write a, a one-off for these two shows. Great. Uh, Damn the Lamb at Damn the Lamb says, uh, the week after this episode aired may have been the longest week of my life because of that cliffhanger. What an absolute banger start of the finale. Uh, rip Harriet Jones, former Prime Minister, a problematic queen. <laughs> uh, she was a problematic queen, that is true. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She committed genocide. She, she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to rethink my stance on defending her earlier on. 
You love her. I do. And everything she ever did. I've a marvellous woman. I voted for her. No, you didn't. Because she's fictional. Yeah, it's true. She's and not you real. wasn't old enough. And you wasn't old enough. Um, <laughs> that's the main, That's the primary reason. <laughs> yes. Uh, Robert Vasquez uh, at RW Vasquez. Uh, I've always loved how the title sequence seems to have absolutely no time to rest on any name and the complete surrender to their fate every companion has at the sound of the Daleks. Uh, yeah, I love that too. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Uh, you forget how terrifying they are until Sarah Jane talks about her son in the past tense. 10 out of 10. There we go. Very good. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Greg Cactus Face at G Cactus Face says. In baseball, professional players often steal bases, uh, brackets, run to the next one when nobody's looking, although it is much easier to follow the player's path than the path of the planets stolen by the Daleks. During this episode, Wilf shoots a creature, in this case a Dalek, in the face. In real life, if a horse breaks a leg and they are shot in the face... Sad. Oh, wait. In real life, if a horse breaks a leg, they are shot in the face. Sadly, shooting a horse in the face with a bullet is more effective than shooting a Dalek with a paintball. <laughs> and it's true. So we've merged these jokes now, have we? No, those are two separate tweets. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I just read them out together. I see. I've copy and pasted them in my Google. I have a Google Doc now. I just don't know if you know this. I, I, yeah, I um, don't know this, yeah. Good job. I've... I've they're together, but yeah, those are two separate tweets. Who's shooting a horse in the face? I know who it might be. <clears throat> you, uh, <laughs> Mag Magnanimous Planet Hoarder. Yep, at Soupy Soup Brain. Um, as a child of the Moffat era, I think some of my hype around Torchwood and Sarah Jane being included in this is lost on me. But by the end of this episode, excitement is always through the roof. A fitting high octane RTD era finale. If only the end of time was even half as good as this. Ah, uh, disagree. Oh, oh, oh. I think the end of time is a banger. Oh, well. <laughs> I will <laughs> keep my opinions reserved until that episode comes up. But I am very much looking forward to discussing. I'm excited to rewatching <laughs> it. I think there's certain aspects of it that are incredible, and there's there's probably some some silly points. Uh, oh I will keep my opinions reserved until we watch that episode. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, P.S. Moore at P.S. McMoore says, the acting during the Dalek reveal from everyone is some of the most chilling in all of DW, IMO, Doctor Who, in my opinion. I absolutely love it. It surprises me that the subwave is never seen again. AFAIK, as far as I know. It feels like it could have been easily overused as a plot device. Glad the writers didn't overdo it. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's, that's, that's quite good that we, like, one and done this sort of shit. Like, yeah. we we don't need this um, uh, subwave X machina sticking around. It's like, the it's it's these kind of things are good for a season. Like, Martha leaving the Doctor her phone. Like, it's good to see Martha then use it in the next season. But if Martha mm. then phoned the Doctor for every season afterwards, being like, there's a problem back <clears throat> on Earth. Like, it, mm. it, it, it's just a lazy way of getting the Doctor to Earth, basically. Um, I mean, you don't need a lazy way of getting the Doctor to Earth. He fucking loves Earth. Most episodes just open with him being on Earth. <laughs> He's like, right? I'm on Earth, so, yeah. Yeah, you don't need to write in some gratuitous way to game here. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Yeah, and no, I'm glad yeah. this didn't show up again. Also, like, it'd be kind of redundant now, because it would just be fucking 
I'll be FaceTime. Static. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's true. We've all got FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> like all of these people could just ring each other when they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that's true. I guess video group calling. Well, oh, video calling wasn't really a thing at all. I thought that's what you were getting at when you said Harriet Jones invented Zoom. Maybe. Maybe you just didn't even know you were cooking with gas. Oh, I think Skype was a thing back then, but... Was it for group chats, as... though? Group calls? No, I don't think for group calls, no. No. This, this was... Uh... And Skype was like a... Video calling was seen as like a... A weird luxury, somehow. Oh, you can <laughs> like, afford a webcam, can you? Lucky no, you. Not, not even that. Like, whenever, like, there was, like... Like, uh, like I always think of the example in Friends when, like, uh, Monica is dating John Favreau. Um, and he's he plays a very rich character in Friends. And, like, they go to his apartment and he's so rich he has a video phone. Whoa. So that's how, that's how they know he's rich. He can talk to people through a video. Like, did they cost whoa. more back in the day? Like, I guess they did. Fucking hell, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you are then. Yeah, well... <laughs> I guess you could say we're both rich now, then. Yeah. With our video phones. Oh, but is it like a video landline phone, though? I wouldn't want that. That seems intrusive. I want a landline. Yeah, but that's, that's also true. I, that feels pointless. I don't, yeah, I don't have one. <laughs> I still laugh when forms make you fill out a landline form, and I'm like, nope. Just write my <laughs> mobile number landline in again. Number, mate. Yeah. yeah. I just got to put my mobile in twice. And like, if you, you tell know? me that number's already been in a different field, then I'm just it's just someone else's mobile number. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Piers Moore. Uh Rach at Seating Strange, maybe Sighting Strange. Um I was earning around twenty K in central London from around twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one. Uh can confirm it's basically impossible not to end up in debt, and that was before the Cosy lives. Sylvia's job proposal is confirmed shite. Uh, thank you, Rach. This is, of course, following on from our conversation last week Indeed. about uh, Donna's wages. Um, yeah, just as we thought, just not feasible. Not feasible yeah. at all. Completely and utterly yeah. impossible, yeah. Yeah, so there we go. Uh, that's all the tweets I have on my Google Doc, but I think we have had a few more since I compiled them over. So let me just go to Twitter and just double-check. Reading them raw. Reading them raw, fucking straight up raw dog in it. Um, Marky Moo at Marky Moo One says it has to be one of my favorite episodes of all time. There you go. There you go. It's, it's, it's good for an episode, I will say that. Um, Alan Penguin at a penguin with uh, says, Oh, wait, which one comes first? It'll be this one. Uh, two tweets. During this episode, Dalek Khan is portrayed using practical effects, um, and Dalek Khan fills part of its surrounding world blended in perfectly. Yeah, I will say the Dalek Khan, like the puppet, it looks so good. We've already yeah. touched upon that, but genuinely looks amazing. Did they use any, do you um, know if they used any like visual enhancements like for the breathing? I don't think so. Stuff? I think it was all practical. Oh, they use no, the no, air tubes, just, don't they? They use the, yeah, the little pump things yeah. to like blow it up and stuff. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's looked great since season one. They really know what they're doing. Yeah. It was gross. It was like, but like in a good way, like slimy, slimy and gross and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in Garfield 2004, CGI was used to portray a similar fantasy creature um unfortunately garfield contrasts significantly with the practical nature of the majority of the film looking completely out of place 
so so Alan is basically saying doesn't look as good as Garf. No, uh, Garfield looks shit compared to this darling. Yeah. Which yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I can't say I have a point uh, of reference in my mind for it, but if, <laughs> I'll take your word on it. Uh, Jared Coastal, uh, Jared Coastal says this is the 750th episode of Doctor Who. Oh wow! Fun fact. That's a that's a lot of episodes Five. that we have to get through. Oh my god! Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Fuck. Uh, so that's that's good to know. Um, At least we know this podcast Kendall... doesn't have a shelf life. Like that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Kendall Roy's sad pointy years uh, at Tortoise Bill has simply said mid. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how we felt about it earlier. I guess like it's yeah. a banger episode, but it's not doing a lot. It's not. No. Again, it suffers from part one syndrome. Yeah. It's like it's really there's not much to it in terms of like. It, it it's all set up and stuff. So is that so, is yeah. that a wind up on you as well? Because they know you hate the word mid. Maybe, yeah. I do hate the word mid, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if I've said that on this podcast though. That feels like more of a another happy pod thing. It probably does. Maybe I am wrong. Anyway, onto emails. Um, Ramona Harrison, uh, New Year same old pod. Dear Nathan and Lawrence. Uh, while traveling around over the Christmas period, I decided to re-listen to old episodes of the pod, and uh, despite saying in my last email that Lawrence has the better Doctor Who opinions, oh, fuck off. upon re-listening, I was reminded of all his dog shit takes oh. about the screwdriver. Is this your burner? Is this you? No. I'm sticking to my guns, though, because Nathan, you got my name wrong. Hashtag Team Lawrence. Good. Good. Uh, also, in Rise of the Cybermen, you talk about uh, whose age you are closer to, so I wish you a happy year where Nathan is closer to Jackie's age. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, never mind. This is definitely not Nathan's burner. <laughs> uh, you also talk about the Midnight episode like it's way off in the future, so congrats on hurtling through time. I'm like a real time traveler. Oh my god! Wow, thank you, <laughs> brutal. This, one. this is fucking. Um, this is making me feel old. I also enjoyed the brief interlude in Bad Wolf to call Nathan's mum. Do you remember that? I we do remember mom. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're ever thinking about doing a special, I would love to hear from your parents about any obsessive Doctor Who fan stuff you did as kids slash teens. Uh, as I thoroughly pissed you both off, I will give you this bit of ammunition. Um, ammunition. As you can tell, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> In the early seasons of the show, I had a corner of my closet dedicated to the Doctor Who paraphernalia I owned, which my parents would call a shrine, but I would argue was collecting it in an easy-to-reach place. Listening to that episode of The Graham Norton Show with Peter Capaldi, where they read out some of his childhood letters to the BBC, brought flashbacks back to a much younger and nerdier me. May your Docky Who viewing experiences be a pleasant one. Ramona Harrison, not Harris. Sorry if I'm astounding antagonistic. I really do love the pod. Thank you very much, Romana. That's very sweet. That's very cool. Very I apologize nice. for getting your name wrong. <laughs> um, I feel like you got me back with all that bullying about my age. But, you know. I feel like you should both draw a line in the sand now and, and move on from it. Um, 
but yeah, I, my opinions on the Sonic aren't dog shit. They are accurate, they are. I think. No, no, they're not. They are. They're bad. They are, and I think everyone agrees with me, apart from Ramona. <laughs> I don't think anyone agrees with you. Thank you for but... listening to old episodes of the podcast as well. That's very kind. That really helps with ad money. It so. does. Money. <laughs> Thank you. Fucking cha-ching. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if it does. I don't know if we put them on no, the older barely. ones. barely. Not noticeably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we haven't, had, we haven't added any mid-rolls to the old ones, have we? No, yeah. Uh, Taylor James, inflation. Evening, gents. I hope this is about the financial inflation and not the weird kink. Uh, <laughs> evening, gents. Just a couple of things. To I learned too on. much from being friends with you. <laughs> I don't know what this means. <laughs> oh, you're too innocent, man. No, I'm not. I just, um, go, you are. Just read the fucking. <laughs> just a couple of things to pick up on from like our March. Episode. Like, what do you mean by inflation? <laughs> That's a kink. But how does someone be inflated? How does that work? (laughs) Don't worry about it. You're not ready. Uh, (laughs) First, I ran a calculation for inflation from 2008, and 20K would have been around 31K back then. So pretty good for a secretary role. But then again, London waiting, so maybe it's not so great. Yeah, I think 30K is more manageable in London, but still not great at all. Like, Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, if you're living in central London, yes, thirty k is like it, it, that's a decent salary. It's still not enough. I've been earning around about thirty k, and I live in the north of England. And let me tell you, I have struggled at times. Like yeah. it's, it's you know, it's uh, well, things are fucked. But yeah, it's not that easy. Um, I also do enjoy when you dip into current politics here and there. All I can say on that matter is, fuck the Tories. Hey. Yes, a listener after our very own heart. Indeed. Uh, this episode for me is easily the best out of the trilogy, brackets, but not quite, finale episodes. Uh, these last two are good, but not great, so I'm interested to hear your thoughts on them. Finally, I'm looking forward to picking back up with episodes again as I speed run through season four after my first email to to you. So I've been holding off to pick back up uh, with the Matt Smith era. So I'm watching along as all episodes come out. Fave Doctor and era. So I'm excited to get back into that and see if it holds up. Also, G Cactus Face, never, ever stop. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. That's I, I, Thank you for waiting as well. That's genuinely really cool. I, I think it's that is very cool. something we, we, we've done this before where we've both shotgunned shows and stuff. And I genuinely think yeah. I get a deeper appreciation for Doctor Who specifically waiting a week to week to watch them. Like We have now been watching it week to week for a year yeah. now. And that, but and that's it's... great, I think. It's wild to me. It's it's great. It's also frustrating because especially this last week, especially, I've really just wanted yeah. to just watch an episode of Doctor Who and just like and to just like watch the finale. But I'm like, but you garner that appreciation for it by putting yourself back as you were when you were younger and like having to wait the week. Yes, it's still frustrating. Sometimes. I'm not saying it's not, but it's yeah. it's definitely fun. <laughs> And yeah, anyone else that's doing it, let us know if you are waiting for us week to week or if you just know mm. the show backwards and have, have tuned in. I'm I'm curious who's on the actual journey with us and who's kind of tapping in and out. Same. Uh, James Allen, Stolen Earth. What a banger. Now then, boys, 
Uh, just wanted to write in and express how much of a certified banger this episode is. It might upset some people. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> as an 11-year-old who watched all three shows religiously uh, to see Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Sarah Jane Adventures combined together blew my tiny brain. Uh, I think that RTD even said that was his goal when writing it. Write it from a child's perspective on what they would want to see in terms of a crossover. I do remember being slightly disappointed at the time, however, uh, as before this aired uh, and the title had been announced, a leaked script appeared online that mentioned, amongst other things, that Harriet Jones had turned against the Doctor and she was the Red Dalek in the episode. Uh, (laughs) My tiny... Harriet Jones was the Supreme Dalek in this uh, leaked script, apparently. Uh, my tiny, stupid 11-year-old brain thought this was the coolest shit. And I remember running and telling my grandma, who obviously did her best to pretend she, A, has a clue what I was chatting about, and B, gave a shit what I was chatting about. <laughs> uh, when the episode aired, uh, this was not the case. I was slightly disappointed. But since I'm no longer a stupid 11-year-old nerd, I'm a stupid 26-year-old nerd, I can truly appreciate the nerdy brilliance. Been binging the pod since November and finally caught up. Uh, the week's wait is now killing me. If you ever release an episode shorter than two hours again, I will kill myself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, now I feel conflicted. <laughs> I don't want to kill a man. Uh, thank you, Jay. Sorry. No one will ever... Like that, I won't be able to describe to anyone how priceless it was reading Nathan. Nathan's eyes naturally scan ahead as you're reading, as most people's do. And to watch him mm. read, realise what he was about to have to read was very fun. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, you're myself. in luck because we're, record, we're already at two hours, 41 minutes on this episode. Mostly because Lawrence insisted on mentioning every single fucking second. Uh, you, right, you say this, but like that will tally up to less than five minutes, won't it? I think it's because you wouldn't let it go that I want a shock regeneration, and you were like, no, for ten minutes. <laughs> we were talking about it. We were having a discussion. Yeah, I know we were. <laughs> well, you blame me. I wanted to blame you. <laughs> okay. Well, then blame me with a point that makes sense. Fine. Fine. Uh, this is from David with the Talking Pictures podcast. Uh, side note: I actually listened to this podcast uh, today. Ooh. Actually, uh, you're trying to make me sleek. look bad. What's that? You about? are bad. You should. You should have. You should have listened to David's podcast, Lawrence. You're a. You're a bad host. That's fucking nasty to do that to me. <laughs> yeah. No, I did. I actually listened to it. Uh, beautiful Irish boy. He, he and his co-host they have a pair of beautiful Irish accents. What's the t- What's um, the title of the pod? I'm adding it to my follow list now. Talking Pictures podcast. There's a few that show up though. So like, what's the logo? Look I found like? it. Fr- I found it through the Twitter. Um, the logo is it's like a clapperboard. It says Talking Pictures podcast. Oh yeah, I've seen it. You got it. The blue one. Uh, yes, kind of like a like a tealy blue. Yes, that's the one. I followed. The I listened show. to. I listened to the episode and uh, like their most anticipated for 2024 it was a good episode i had a good time look at these episodes they keep their 58 minutes 48 i was just gonna say yeah they keep them concise not like us it's fucking almost three hours extravaganza here fucking Fucking hell. hell um uh david says hi guys i'm sure you've beaten me to the punch by calling this the infinity war of doctor who we have uh 
Great to see everyone back from former companions to the Torchwood gang and even Harriet Jones, former prime minister. Yes, we, we know, know who, who she are. is. Uh, the two things I will bring up in this episode I have to commend it for is that it does a great job of making the Daleks feel scary again. Uh, not for any of their actions, but rather through the reactions of the companion like Sarah Jane and Captain Jack. The fear in their eyes as they realize what they're up against makes the Daleks feel like a real threat, which is a great lead up to 10 being shot by one finally. <laughs> Finally, I like that. Um, in all the years of Doctor Who, with the Daleks being his most iconic em- enemy, finally one has done the impossible and shot the Doctor, forcing him to regenerate. Uh, I've just realised my second point is a spoiler, so we'll have to be saved for next week. A cliffhanger for sure, but not nearly on the level that Russell presents to us. Can't wait to see how the next Doctor resolves this story. Best, David, Talking Pictures Podcast, hashtag justice for Martha. There we go. Very good. I can't wait to check out the podcast, and I too can't wait to see how Matt Smith will resolve this scenario next week. You keep saying Matt Smith. It's Matt Smith next week. Isn't it? He's regenerated, isn't he? I thought the next Doctor was um, David Morrissey. That took me a while. <laughs> well, Nathan... <laughs> Two hours and forty-five minutes. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Billy who stole an Earth, not Billy who stole the Earth. <laughs> this is just Billy who subject line stole an Earth. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Dean, Nathan, <laughs> and Lawrence from the formerly Docky Who. Uh, I'm writing this after hearing your episode on Turn Left, a banger, by the way, even if you don't want compliments. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, And it never occurred to me that I'm forcing Nathan to read all of my ramblings. So as a gift, here's a space for him to say anything he wants. Lawrence, shut up. That's me talking, not Billy Who. (laughs) That was actually written out. Okay, so now that Nathan has finished saying whatever... Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what should i say i'm on the spot the the platform's yours um fuck the tories there we go and most Uh, of that would have been cut because i think most of it was just it was too political yeah just slurs and no (laughs) come on Uh, okay so now that nathan has finished saying whatever he wanted fuck the tories uh i have science thoughts what is a subwave here we go. Oh, fuck. Um, give, me a, give me a ballpark <laughs> of how many words this looks like. Oh, Lawrence, I don't know. Okay. It's like four more paragraphs. Fucking hell. Okay, all right, hang on. Let me get comfy. <laughs> all right, go on. Uh, this, the episode establishes it was developed by, Mr. Uh, by the Mr. Copper Foundation, uh, the same Mr. Copper who had money at the end of Voyage of the Damned. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, online, the subwave is said to just be below normal waves, but what is a normal wave? As Nathan knows, the wave spectrum ranges from around 10 to the minus 12 meter wavelength gamma rays, all the way up to about 10 to the 3 meter wavelength radio waves, and encompasses everything from light to sound to the waves that heat popcorn in your microwave. Uh, there's nothing below waves, as Louis de Broglie, de Broglie, de Broglie, I don't know, proposed in his 1924 research that all matter and energy is made up of waves. 
The closest I can figure is that once again, a possible candidate for quantum entanglement, which doesn't seem to rely on waves to communicate vast distances instantaneously and would require some kind of quantum computer to manufacture and produce the messages. Or, as always, Russell just liked the way it sounded. As always, take my <laughs> saying with a grain of salt, as I'm after all just some idiot. Keep up the great work. Love the pod. I don't think you're an idiot. <laughs> no, you're definitely not an idiot. You, you sound like you're the opposite of an You idiot. make us look like idiots every week. Me, specifically. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for another uh, science. I always love that it, that it comes back to, or maybe Russell was just, was just an idiot. I do, I do like this. I, um, I want to see... <laughs> Uh, is this a challenger? <laughs> is Catherine no longer the lead scientist of the pod? Ooh, maybe. Uh, this is from Tom Monty <laughs> at Still Got Thighs. Dear Nathan and Lawrence. <laughs> I, are you alright? Why? <laughs> Still no, Got Thighs. This is the subject line. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love this two-parter, but I think the Stolen Earth is definitely the stronger of the two. I don't know about that one, Chief. Yeah. Uh, a few questions I have for you both regarding this episode. Wilf says that Sylvia didn't let him get a, la- a webcam on the laptop because they're naughty. What do you think Wilfred Mott would have gotten up to if he was allowed? Wanking. Porn. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. I can and I will. Well, I mean, I wasn't much better, but I wasn't as <laughs> egregious and explicit as you. Horrible stuff. I think that's the implication. Yeah, it's. The, uh, I, think, I think Sylvia's maybe seen a few promiscuous lady ads, like oh, a few hot singles like in your area, kind of thing, and take, milfs in your area. Yeah, and then they and they need you. Yeah, and I think she's put two and two together and gone well. I'm not having my dad be chatting to these women on the phone. Do what you want, man. Yeah, I mean, like, the man's a veteran. If he needs a wank, he can have a wank. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell, Lawrence. Shut up, man. I can tell when you get to a point where you're too tired to care anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're at that point now, and I can 100% tell. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, according to RTD, Harriet Jones actually survived her Dalek death and escaped oh, through okay. a track door in her living room and drove away on a motorbike? What did I fucking you did, say, I, little bitch? You did say it, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you prefer this ending? I don't, <laughs> as much as I love Harriet. I also don't, Tom. No, I don't think that's... Um, it, it's very clear she died. It removes the nobility <laughs> of her sacrifice a little bit. Yeah, 100% does. Yeah, yeah it kind of ruins the moment. Um no, she definitely died as far as I'm concerned. Um, when the Doctor got shot by the Dalek at the end, uh, when he's running towards Rose, I always found it strange as to why the Dalek blast visual effect only lit up the left side of his body rather than his entire frame as it had been in every other on-screen um, extermination prior to this. Did you notice this? If so, why do you think this is? You might say the Doctor has two hearts, so it only blasted one of his hearts, but we all know that he can survive on one heart. And that blast was apparently enough to re-trigger a regeneration. So why not show his entire body being illuminated? Because they they didn't want to insta-death him. Yeah, I I think that's the case. I think because they want to get the message across that, first of all, 
we can't have the doctor insta die so there needs to be a bit of time for the regeneration process to trigger mm. so they wanted to like like to me it seemed like the the blaster bolt hits like kind of his side so it wasn't like a yeah. center kill shot it was like a through the hip or whatever um and you said and so earlier the doctor's got a bit of a natural strength to this yeah and he's he's a bit more stronger than just a human yeah so i think all of that combined and this is all just vague nonsense bullshit the, the real reason is they needed david tennant to still be around to say i'm regenerating and everything else like yeah they could like because if he just insta died he'd either be dead or he'd regenerate whilst unconscious which but tom's talking specifically about like why didn't his whole body like go negative but that's that's like, why because that's the effect they use for when someone is yeah. stone cold dead yeah to to show that it's not as intense as usual yeah basically yeah, uh, so that's what we think, Tom. Uh, I love the bit at the end where Gwen and Yanto open fire on the Dalek and Gwen lets out an almighty roar. I've never heard anything quite like it. What do you think of that noise that she made? I love that moment. It's great. I love that moment. She's good. just screaming and shooting. Very tortured, first of all. But also <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, you could you can make a good cut with that, I reckon. Yeah. Just like the differences between like Sarah Jane, Doctor Who, and Torchwood. And it's like... Nice kid friendly Sarah Jane having fun yeah. catching aliens and stuff. Hard to cut to ah! screaming <laughs> and shooting. There's some heavy metal <laughs> music underneath it. Yeah, this, this is how torture it's... deals with the problem. No, I love that moment. It's just the the um, the human spirit of not wanting to go out without a fight, which I quite enjoy. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, and last week you seemed interested as to where your audience is from, so I will now tell you. I am from Surrey in the UK, and I live in a huge castle just like Lawrence. Uh, love from Tom Monty. You, you don't anymore. You did live in a huge castle when yeah. you lived with your parents. Your parents live in a huge castle still. Yes, I, um, I do not. You yourself have moved out of that castle. Mm. You're now slumming it like the rest of us. <laughs> I'm out here. Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like a, I'm like Donna and, and the noble family in turn lift. Mm. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> No, I'm not. Seeing your house, you're very much okay. I'm, I'm all right, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Three-bedroom house, and you don't even have... You have one dog and no kids yet. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. So, I've got the space. I can swing a cat. Is that the expression? <laughs> or wouldn't. No, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> um, that's everything, Lawrence. That's all... Uh, the people have to say this week thank you to everyone who wrote in i know i promise that i will always read out every single email and letter and tweet we get no matter what but maybe at some point i might have to rethink that planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Added but like an extra now... half an hour onto this, this episode. <laughs> But for now, it's all good, and I and I love hearing from everyone. So thank you very much. And uh, again, yeah, if you want to 
Let us know your thoughts on next week's episode. You don't have to wait for me to tweet it out. You can do it anytime if you email us uh, at stillgotlegspod at gmail.com or tweet at us uh, at anotherhappypod uh, on Twitter. And look at that. Now you don't have to plug Twitter, Lawrence. You can go straight on to whatever the next one is. That is phenomenal stuff. Uh, Nathan, we have another podcast, don't we? We do. It's called Another Happy Pod. It's our pop culture show where every week we uh, talk about something in that realm, whether it be a movie, TV show, or video game. We're back for the new year, and we're discussing the original trilogy of Star Wars. Uh, kick it off with A New Hope, of course. Uh, so you can go listen to that on all podcast platforms, like the one you're listening to is on now. Yeah, this is probably your preferred one if you're here. So. Yeah. That'd be great. Probably. We're probably there too. Um, that is everything. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Just remember, this was an almost three-hour episode. So, if <laughs> Is it everything? I think that's everything. The Twitter, we've done Twitter. We've done is it? Twitter, we've done the pod. You've said people can have their say. Rev- yeah, I wonder if we have any reviews. Oh, you might I be right, not. Nathan. Yeah, we, I apologize. We might actually have a few reviews. Uh, plum in the Death Star. More like Plum in the Death Spa, because I like to kick back and listen to these three boys anytime and anywhere. Five stars. The joke there is that that was a review for Plumbing the Death Star. Fantastic news. Still got it. A wonderful podcast about a 60-year-old show that goes off on various bizarre tangents at the drop of a fez. A must-listen for me every week, especially as this review is read out every week. Never stop, and I never will. There we go. That's everything. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. God, you're a cunt. This is your fault, remember? What? What? What is three for, hours for for scheduling? No, for scheduling both podcasts back to back. Thank you very, very much for listening again. Um, we will look forward to speaking to you. Now. Oh, okay. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs>